Corona, unana. All of my mind is in Corona, unana. It came all the way from China, nana. Don't let COVID virus spread. Isolate yourself at home. See your friends online instead. Got an Asian, black, or white. The Corona is colorblind. Together we can win the fight. Fight against the Corona, Corona. Take our temperatures every day. Wash our hands frequently with soap. Whole world on lockdown, shit like a movie. Crazy. Do I prefer this over jail, nigga? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I've been quarantining, playing Call of Duty. I've been getting pussy, playing Call of Duty. Hands, washing hands, reaching out. One last man on earth. My name is Lex Berger. It's always in flight by Matt Ralston. I'm sad to report he lost his left testicle to COVID this past year. That's right, COVID. Matt's submissive man dive. You know the old, old saying, don't let a Filipino twink on your balls when he's out of sorts. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. That was, I think, a run metaphor, I to say the least. Wait a year, a year for that gay joke. <laughs> uh, this week's show is sponsored by Target. You managed to be the epicenter of transmission in every city for this year. Never shut shut down for even a day. Target, the corporate political donation means something. I mean, it's kind of easy, right? That like, if you looked at any, I looked at like LA numbers where like where the businesses are that have all the COVID transmission. Target was the biggest one in every single area. Target and or where that Walmart or Kmart or wherever the fuck it was, but the box store mm-hmm. had the largest number of COVID transmissions any any business place. In L.A., every place it was. Isn't that just because people have to go, go through necessities? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a lot of, lot of traffic, but I mean, but, but they never shut it down, ever. It never got shut down. It was just right. like, okay, so 83 cases there, whatever. But, like, you know, shut all the small business down because it's like, oh, someone might get COVID at the store. Meanwhile, people are actively getting COVID in Target, and they're just like, we're not going to shut it down. And do you remember that pre? they had a pretense of, like, well, these places open because they have they have groceries, right? Or food. But it was always the electronic sections and sections that were really crowded. If you ever went, yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah, I remember like uh, the grocery workers, cashiers were trying to get hazard pay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I'm all for unions and people getting. But I was like, kind of, kind of, they were trying to kind of call themselves responders. <laughs> the bag. Like, like, well, you had the job already. The bag. Well, I mean, I think people actually died. Out, right? I mean, at the grocery store. Like, yeah. the, I mean, I, I felt bad for those people because, like, I, I never in danger at the grocery grocery store because I'm in for ten minutes. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But if you're there for twelve hours a day, it felt really bad because there was, you know. I were, assume all of them got it and maybe even didn't have symptoms. Because most of them are like 19 years old. Yeah. But it's probably like the old bagger, you know, that old, 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 old bagger. 
Well, used to be because now they're, now they're gone. <laughs> but, and I don't know if you noticed this at the grocery store during, during COVID, but it was always a Russian guy who never wore his mask <laughs> properly. Oh, kind of like, yeah. Sort of basically with his chin. It was just like, it was always added up, added up like 50 year old Russian dude. He's just like, oh, there's not that. Doing, and there's, I mean, this is in no way, I don't want it to come off as racist, but you know, it's like the, the 35 year old black guy with cornrows, and it's like, yeah. Uh, so, you, so you've killed one. Right. I'm saying you're, you're an ex-convict, obviously. Right. Yeah, right? you're black. No, because <laughs> that's the job that you get. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a better chance getting getting that job telling them that you're on probation. Oh, you mean working at the store? Yeah, bagging oh, yeah. groceries. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, what, what, did you, what did you No, I'm not saying every black guy is a I don't know. No, I'm saying the bagger. I thought you were going anti BLM there. It was it was super dangerous to be in the grocery store. I mean, that was like I, I try. I tried to like approach COVID very like practically and like like not get hyped or underhyped about it. But clearly, being in the grocery store all day long with thousands of people walking by you was the best. It, it, it stressed me out. I would find items in my cupboard. I'm like, did I buy Pop Tarts? Like, when? I've never done that. How did that happen? And there's there's always. It was the biggest story. COVID is arguably like biggest story of the last hundred years. For sure. And there would always be the person in the grocery store that, that apparently hadn't heard it. <laughs> There's no mask. They're, they're like breathing yeah. on you. Yeah. It's like, like who, who, who are you? I never. Who are you? I wasn't any big of the mask. I, I, I never. I wore the mask because you had to because I didn't want people to freak out. I never thought fucking shitty 50 cent mask. <laughs> like the, the fake, I'm a fake doctor mask really actually did anything. I, I just until I sneezed into, into my mind and I was like, oh, that, that didn't mean anywhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they much. You don't think, don't think the, uh, the, the manufacturer of the four cents provides you a complete like hazmat, hazmat protection from all airborne, airborne viruses? <laughs> Like I don't know. I know I don't. I don't think. No. I know the mask costs cost like a tenth of a con. Just, just, just understand that. So whatever you're protecting yourself with was like you know ten cents a dollar for a condom, and condoms don't, don't even always don't even always work. Well, condom definitely more effective than masks. Yeah, yeah. If you put a hey, put a latex guard over your mouth. No, yeah. I mean, if you put a cotton thing on your dick, it wouldn't do much. Somehow you're breathing. I didn't. Know. Somehow you're breathing air. So you must be getting like. <laughs> It was it was just it was a it was just just a bug where I go I see those see those disposed like on the sidewalk. And it became else. pretty comical. To, like at some point, I don't know if it was foul about the C, the CDC said try wearing two masks, and it's like yeah. you're just throwing shit at the wall yeah. here. Yes. You don't know what you're talking. It took me that long to realize they don't even know. Now. They know what I know. Where I live, this neighborhood, I don't know it was like in yours, but if you didn't wear a mask, people started screaming at you. So well, I would just kind of like you, you wear one because of. Um, but even like walking outside and stuff. Like, well, well, well I forget. I'm a. I lose stuff all the time. I I've owned, owned enough lows in my life. Like, like where I don't know where they went, but I lose them. And uh, so, so still now, although I think I'm kind of over it at this point because I've been vaccinated. But I would go somewhere, and of course I would forget some every goddamn oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. time. And it, it was, was so stressful. So you pull your shirt up over your mouth and stuff like that. I saw that. Oh, I, I did that the once. Band, the bandana or the People, hoodie. I, yeah, I went to pick up pizza and there was this f- fucking guy. I had a t-shirt in my car, like a dirty like yeah. gym shirt. Yeah. So I wrapped it around on myself. Yeah. I did uh, the plane. Uh, you got to, to see the entire time in the on the airplane. It's like a solid three hours. What the fuck? It's, it's a little like, like you, don't, you don't know much until you're like actually starting to like try to go to sleep. Hmm. Like on a plane, like you rest and go to sleep, and then you start sucking the mask into your like face as you're like breathing. Well, like, dude, I gained like six pounds because 
I, I was trying, trying to run, you know, it's just stay in shape. It's, it's like I'm breathing through a mask. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's impossible. It's you so took the mask off. I thought I was like, like winning the goddamn New York Marathon. I didn't. I, I, did, I just, you know, my, I, I'm a big private property person. So if someone's some store wears a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. I, don't, I hate those fucking anti-maskers. You walk into someone else's store. Oh, you know, yeah. You're not wearing a mask, dude. I'm like, that's great. This, what if someone came into your house? I'm taking a shit on your floor. <laughs> like, it's not your, it's somebody else's, it's not public square, dude. This is somebody else's, like, calm down, you know, go do your business in public. Like, somehow all those people were, were Nazis. Like, I don't get the correlation <laughs> there. Like, how Nazis became They're just anti, anti, <laughs> complete anti-establishment, which I, I, you know, we're both anti-establishment. But if a store says, come in without a mask, I'm not going to be like, you fuck you, I know, I know you own this place and then like you're providing me a service, but screw you. I'm going to do what I want. Well, even if that was your stance, I'd be like, well, how, how did like uh, Mexicans get, how come, how come you're turning out like the border or all the, like what <laughs> right. is that? These, these are just very deep things. Do not forget to become a patron of the show on patreon.com forward slash last man on earth. Thanks to all our new patrons. Get on the shit and I'm sure it So lost, lost a few patrons in COVID. I, I should check up to see if they survive or not. I don't we think might, we might have not lost them as patrons. They just, <laughs> they just died. died from COVID. Yeah. Do you think our audience is was heavily like in the comorbidity? <laughs> we have a heavy comorbidity audience. Not in the yes. age problem. Not in yes. the age problem. Probably. Quite a few of them. Yes. Yes. So. You know, it's amazing. We talked about. We were talking about before when I went on recording here about fat people on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Like so, the, the single biggest comorbidity of age was obese people. Like I, I was just pretending that I word. I don't know what comorbidity. It just just means you have an under underlying health condition, right? right? What's, the, what's the part? Well, the morbidity is, is the, the so COVID. You're morbid to be no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. So you have COVID. COVID. Which, if you're you're like a third old healthy person, COVID has one in a million chance of killing you. But if you have another a comorbidity, like you have diabetes or you have some other you know, HIV or whatever, then COVID itself can also kill you. But the biggest factor was obesity by far. I mean, this, the stuff obesity leads to diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, like that. Never ever drink by anybody in the health, anybody in health policy or government, and like that because, like we, we talk about with airplanes, like it's just a percentage of the American public now. You're like you're gonna like shame the fuck out of like forty percent of the American public. Like yeah, you're all losers. I mean, it just won't, won't do it. They told people not to smoke less and drink less and exercise more, but they did not touch the fact that like. Everybody who was under like five, out of those people who died, like eighty percent were obese. You, you, you can't call people out for being fat. No, uh, at a certain point, it's strength in the numbers. Even though they should, they should know that they're unhealthy and uh, also just difficult to look at. <laughs> um, you, you know, I mean, yeah, you would lose. This is why Biden. Not to go go on uh, the tangent here, but. You know, I should be making a, over over a billion dollars a year as a political strategist because I would just tell Democrats uh, what they're doing wrong. And uh, you know, Biden's been doing some good stuff. So he's they're banning menthol cigarettes, and it's like, okay, you fucking morons, are you trying to steal the election? Do you, do you know who <laughs> smokes cigarettes? Yes. Menthols, old ladies. Do yeah. you know who votes? Old ladies. Yeah. You're gonna piss them off, and you're gonna lose, and you deserve it. Fuck you. Do you think like like the cool? Do you think like the Republicans should pass out methals like <laughs> like election? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I hate. I, I don't like when they ban shit. I don't like when they ban like shit because they're always banning my shit. Shit, your shit. They're banning. They're banning. Like the dudes, the dudes at your clubs, whatever. Never. They don't like menthols. 
So no, no it's kind of racist, racist actually, because from old white ladies, black guys smoke yep. uh, Newports, and they're disgusting. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like vomit all over self. But but uh, well, you're... it was race racist that they phrased it. Said well, well, you know, um, minorities are targeted by these cigarettes, and it's like. Okay, white people smoke a slightly different cigarette. Right. So are you saying that black, black people are more prone to getting hooked on cigarettes? It's it. I hate when people say it's it's like reverse racism, but it kind of is racist. And they're, and they're saying it, and it come off as not. Well, like when they had had like cocaine, you got to get a prison, but like like crack, you get me <laughs> because because the black people were using crack, and people in Beverly Hills were using coke powder cocaine, mm-hmm. so they didn't want to <laughs> mandatory sentence of cocaine. But if you're the crack, then of course. It's dangerous and dead. Go away for a for max. To yeah, like what is your like, uh, you know, you know, year old black guy wearing a beret? He he smokes two packs of menthols a day. Oh, now he's got a pivot for the hundreds. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's not. Like, go back to obesity. If they got rid of like banned, you know, shouldn't if they banned like fast food places. That would save some of our lives mm-hmm. because that's what kill. I mean, it's. It, I mean, we, we talk about obesity, but it really isn't the minority. I read like six percent of his, uh, five percent of black women, and no, excuse me, it's eighty percent of black are either obese or overweight. Seriously, eighty percent, and so you know, and that just causes all not just with COVID, but it causes all sorts of healthcare conditions and all sorts of stuff. And it's it's, it's high with white people too, but it's higher with minorities. And so you were wondering why, like the number, the percentage of women who men who died during COVID was was leading towards minority populations. It's because of pre-existing conditions, lack of health care, lack of being, of being in shape, just horrible going into COVID, just being, being in horrible shape. So, so if somebody wanted to do something, they wouldn't ban menthols, they would just fucking, fucking ban trans fats Well, you do, see, you do see that, like, um, in, so in New York City, for example, this was a, a big aurora, the Sarah Pear Palin kind of latched onto it. I, I believe you can't, you, you can legally own a soda that's over 12 ounces. Oh, the, the, bloom, the bloom thing, right. Yeah, the super sodas. And he's still like, yeah, that was an awesome idea. And it's like, okay, like, I get that, but also maybe someone wants like a 16 soda and shouldn't that be the prerogative? It, like in West Hollywood, where I live, live which is like... You're allowed to kill yourself in any number of ways in that place. Oh, you can definitely give them an aid. So that's yes. no problem. But what we can't do, do is uh, visit the Taco Bell. There's not a single fast food restaurant yep. in that city. Well, they won't Those of you who aren't familiar, it's kind of carved of a larger area. Yeah. But it's a it's a small incorporated. It's zone for nightclubs and, and, and coffee, organic coffee bars. Yeah. Yeah. So do I uh, do I consume less fast food because I live in West Hollywood? I don't really consume fast food food to begin with. But the answer is no. It would just be harder. It's a chick- I think it's just a chicken egg. It's just a chicken egg thing. If you're walking on and you're fucking leather chaps and nothing else all day long, uh, you're not going to build a lot of fast food because you need to have a good body. Right. So I don't know if they're like, Taco Bell will survive in West Hollywood. But yeah. But it, I mean, people kill themselves in all sorts of ways. But one thing we learned in COVID was like, like you know, obese people were killing themselves by eating. Well, for example, it is an interesting point. I don't know how you would sort of get it, but uh, you buy a bag of cigarettes. Paying, I don't know, 60, 70% of that is taxes because yep. it's like, okay, these kill people and then they're a burden on, on the healthcare system. Therefore, we're going to make them pay for it up front. It's a weird philosophy, but you would see that happen with, with dogs. No, right? You're no, going to no. get heart disease. So, now that 
you're you know able to buy for four dollars, it's going to cost twenty dollars because of that is built in. And, but that, that, that they put they have they, strong lobbies. Even in California, which they were trying to do soda tax, a soda tax again. And when I lived in Scandinavia, they, they like soda, potato chips, like, oh, really? like Slim Jim taxes, like anything was. Anything. So how much was a Coke? Uh, well, it, it, it was, there was another temperance for like, like, like being shitty food. Uh-huh. And it's always hard to tell if they're like trying to do it just to raise money or they're trying to do it because they care about people. But I think it was a second like, ladder there because they have so much oil money that it's like sort of like Saudi Arabia of the Northern Europe. They don't give a shit about money. So I think they are trying to, trying to like, hey, we're not going to outlaw junk food. We're going to make it more expensive, just like a vice tax, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they're good or not, but I mean, it made everyone feel good. They tried it in California last year and it got shot down. There's a tax on everything in California. So someone said soda and potato chips tax or something like that. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 it's going to get healthy. And then. You're right, lobbyists. Not, not just the lobbyists. Even in California, there's a ton of fat people who like their soda and chips. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do we want to lose the election next time? No. Or, or every time there's a study about how like, old drivers kill everybody. <laughs> right? Like, literally, like, the most dangerous, even more dangerous than teenagers, they went over like 75 drives. Mm-hmm. And, and every time they try to put like, an age limit on, on licenses, a man and the fucking and the seniors come out. And they're like, we all fucking vote. And we're shitty drivers who kill people. We want ours. Don't fucking touch us. Yeah, they've been pretty successful. Like, I had to go in and retake the license exam for some reason. But uh, I, I don't wear glasses. I have close to perfect vision. But when you have you have to take that vision test, yeah, yeah. the the one that's supposed to be hard to read is yeah. like the size of my head. Yeah, like it's this is if you fail that. It needs to be more stringent, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I just memorize it when I go in, because I'm in line for three hours, <laughs> standing in front of it, and I can only see well out of one eye, so I, I use that one eye, one eye, to right. and then I just, I just like, pretend like I'm squinting and reading. It's like, it's, they literally go for like the large text. I know it's large for you, for you, for I can't really see it well out of one eye, so I, and you have to stand in line for three hours, it's in front right. of it, so you just memorize, you memorize the whole, I don't know who doesn't memorize the eye chart for fucking three hours, and <laughs> nothing else to do there. Um, it, it, it's, it's just insane. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is all... You could memorize it and then go back next years, years and they still have it memorized. Oh, they haven't changed it. LMKR. It's been up there. Yeah. yeah. They, cam- they take the, the camera, the, the DMV photos with the camera from like 1974. And they literally, literally I don't know this is probably every, every DMV country, but in California, literally do all the paperwork. It's all paperwork. Literally do all the DMV entries and applications on paper. They have to go, go get like a managed signature on the paper. Right. They have to like give your receipt for the, what you pay on paper. It's, it's just, just insane. So I'm um, going to anti-government rant. <laughs> if you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Man Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Man Podcast. Uh, man, I want to start out with an email from April because uh, this sort of leads into a big question. Uh, April, a female, so always the sweetest. You lazy motherfuckers took a whole year off because you're scared of some fake flu virus that kills fat old people. That's true. What pussies? Uh, that's not really a question, yeah. but uh, I think it's a good entree into what you, since we haven't uh, met last, uh, it's been almost a year uh, off with COVID. What have you been up to during COVID, Matt? Uh, I wrote a book that wasn't uh, up yet. I read, I read it. I read it. Oh, uh, hopefully soon. But I've spent uh, six months on this murder podcast because I realized um, that I'm not obsessed with murder, but 
most of the population is. Oh, everybody in my family. Love uh, fucking murder, murder. Murder. People are really, they don't want to be murdered themselves. But like, if a neighbor was murdered, they'd yes. be like, like, oh, I need to watch that show. Yes. Like right now. Uh, so it's called Murder on Ice uh, because it's about a murder that had happened in a lot where it's cold. cold. Yes. It's the Murder on Ice, which I was surprised there hasn't been a show or anything titled that. Uh, pretty good title, at least. But, but I love the title, and I like the show. Yeah, you know, <laughs> an appearance on, on the show. Shit, I did. I, I love my, my voice. I love my voice. I'm waiting for the what's the, what's the voice actors represent some kind of some kind of uh, settlement suit with your with your production company on foreign on foreign. I want something on foreign residuals. It's um, of the people. So I probably had five or six or seven people do uh, voices. Five of them were actors, and. By by profession, by trade, and they sucked at it. Yeah. You and my cousin, who who has ambition <laughs> yes. to become an actor, were no. the only people that knew what they were doing. And uh, I don't I don't understand how that works. I don't I don't like actors just for the very reason that they are like. First of all, they want to do what they want to do anyhow, but but they always ask you for They're like just no matter how old they are, they're like little children. Right. And you don't here the catch is if you don't give them direction, they like go off on some tangent. If you do give them direction, then they get all solemn. Uh-huh. Like, like you just like like a child with like, like a sketchbook. And you tell them they only allowed to draw, draw certain things. It's just I I can't stand working with actors. It's just not. I, it's so much rather with real people, and just like the people that have really have real personalities, than an actor who's been through eight sessions of training at like in my in my well, training. Unless, see, my theory my theory on there. I think there are like like three good actors. Right. Right. Christian Bale, Daniel Day Lewis, and hopefully someone who's not British. Yeah. Other than this, it's just. As long as you're not doing something um, too demanding, right. you're doing, so anytime someone's acting, you're like, you look, you look like acting. Stop doing. It. Yes, like, yes. like you can have that in like basketball, right? Like, just don't, don't try. No. Right? Like that, that wouldn't work. But somehow acting, and you know that acting is mostly bullshit because people that get paid professionally to review, review movies, the adjective they are only capable of using is good. Woody Harrelson was really good. It's like. So you're going to be something that's uh, ethereal, and, and maybe it's just not difficult whatsoever. Right. Maybe the guys that are doing it blew the, uh, blew the director through. And they just, just happen to be good. Their performance just happens to be good in, in movies that are well-written, well-directed, <laughs> well-produced. Right. Like, almost anyone do it except an actor, because it's going to be all awkward and up their own ass. Yeah, and then they're like, someone like The Rock comes in, and they're like, with no skill whatsoever, and like, it's like the favorite actor. Funny. Like, right. It's a phony thing. There's a few, like, there's a few talented guys who are like, that, like when they're working, you can see like you're you're amazed at least at like their work. Mm-hmm. But it's a very think of every kid, the thousands, tens of thousands of kids like in fine high school, and then out of that whole group, there's like three actors. Yeah, the rest are just getting by. Right? There's a movie that I so it's a documentary about a movie, movie which is my favorite kind of movie or documentary. I'm confusing myself at this point, but, but there's a there's a documentary about the making of the Island of Doctor Moreau. This is a movie that came out in the late '80s or, or Marlon Brando. '90s. Yeah. So Marlon Brando's whole goal in doing the movie was to piss off the director. He didn't <laughs> care about the movie or his own reputation. Right. So in one of the scenes, he's wearing a pasta strainer on his head for no reason, <laughs> not relevant or yeah. explained. Uh, just him being an asshole. So I, I really want to watch it. Basically, <laughs> he was he was at that in his life, uh, like at that time when he was like, living in Tahiti. Mm. He was like he retired. Like, at some point, he retired. Tahiti got super obese, 
just morbidly obese, and then he started like, like being naked with like like local native girls. <laughs> like I was like really because he was in immunity of the bounty, so he goes back. He would always love to heat up the heat there. I think in like like in the in the fifties or whatever it was. So he really decided in my retirement, I'm just gonna get really, really fat, just hire essentially young Polynesian girls to swim naked with me and whatever else they were doing, and that would be his like, like retirement. I'm like, I always thought, A, that's strange. B, that's, that sounds kind of cool, too. <laughs> like, that's not, like, that's better than going golfing, moving to Florida, Arizona, golfing. Like, moving to Tahiti, having a little, you know, nice, nice hut on the beach, and hiring, like, four Indonesian women to swim naked with you every day. It sounds cool. It's not a bad thing. But I know, you know that that guy, got, there was something because It'd be weird if you became more obese, but you weren't, like, jacked to begin with. Yeah, he yeah. went from... Like, uh, you know, I don't know, Mike Tyson level beat to whale. Yeah, I think he may, may have just been trolling people. There's <laughs> a reason for it. He might. I, 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 I assume every of the guys you mentioned, like, like five or six good actors, they're all in, half insane at least. Yeah. So I think that lends. I, I think that's one reason. Like, you know, John Penn, I was like, I was like John, because I do like, 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 like outside, outside of actor, he's just a huge insane. <laughs> but that's what makes you a bad actor, right? Is yeah, like, for sure. Like the good, well, guys. So Sean Penn plays the brooding psychopath. Yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of the deal. Yeah, and yeah, he is. He is a brooding psychopath. He's it's literally refreshing when you meet a guy like you know who plays like Joe. Pesci. Yeah, he plays an annoying kind of cokehead. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. That's, he's just that guy. That's why I believe like a female assassin cop movie or whatever. <laughs> Because I know in real life, even if they say they're like aggressive women, mm-hmm. they're not the kind of women who punch people in the face and like do all sorts of shit, like, like are just badass. There are very, very few badass women, and by the way, all of them are attractive. Right. So they just aren't. There's a, there's a you look at like like a man in Union UFC or something like that, like that, who is a best and would fucking trade trade blows with people, but her face looks like a fucking you know dump truck ran over for it. <laughs> so and she, and she doesn't give give a shit. Have a don't give a shit about how they look at all. Yeah, I, I, you know, they don't mind having their nose broken seven times. They just aren't women. There's a ton of guys like that who get in a bar fight, have their nose smitten, and could care less. Not, not a lot of women with their nose broken. I, I need to start a consulting business because um, when you look at the, the UFC, something that really pisses me off is like Russian or Eastern European people pretending they know how to speak English, <laughs> and you see it in the titles of porn clips. Yes. Right? It'll, it'll be like. He made fuck over the refrigerator. Oh my god, god! You don't. You stop trying. But you get that with the USC chicks too, like too, like Sorg. Like yeah, they may have sounded cool, in, but in reality, like you seem like a huge Just run it by someone that knows the language. Not good. I think boxing has all the good-looking people still. Yeah, UFC just doesn't have their nicknames. Just absolutely fucking horrible. Uh, they just, they just have, they just, they just literally don't know how to brand them. Some, some guy in their gym came up with their nickname like right before they won. Yeah, it, it is still like no matter how much, how much money they have in that sport, it's basically, basically the fucking amateur, amateur, amateur hour. And most of the shit they do. And I love watching UFC, but like even the judge don't seem to know what the rules are. The judge base half, half, every decision is completely haphazard as to what's went on. Yeah. It's weird, too, because there's a lot of like, you know, the killer, the assassin, and, you know, no, no one does themselves like, uh, you know, the, the kitty fucker. No one ever goes with the pedo angle. Because like, what's scarier? That's scary. I'd be scared of a pedophile. I, I remember the guy was called that, like the the guillotine or guillotine. Yeah. I, I thought, well, that's a good name. If if you actually wrench somebody's neck, head off, yeah. that'd be cool. And it is it is a violent. I love it. Uh, my, my last year in COVID, I wasn't scared of it at all. 
Um, I, I just, I just, I didn't think, think it was real. I mean, I didn't think that it was going on, but it seemed to be like right from the beginning, the beginning, it was all older pe- people. You're this guy, so that, so that your routine didn't change that much because you, no. you spend a lot of time at home. Yes. You know, you have your, your family. So it, it's not like you were going to, you know, Guns N' Roses concerts. No, I mean, I was still, it was, mostly, you're right. I'm, a, I'm like a home buyer. So I was mostly annoyed by it. But I wasn't scared to go anywhere. I, mean, I wouldn't have done like a crowded like when I went to Target. Like I talk about like Target, I got like literally like nervous. Not that I was gonna get COVID and die from it. But it's like like fifty people in here are infected with a virus that's airborne, and it'd be weird. Like if you just had the flu, it would be weird to walk walk around like a building being packed with people flu. You know that would creep me out too. People were sneezing, and coughing, and hacking, and you're like walking around on them. I mean, five years ago that, that would have bothered me. Like on your on your own, some guys just sneezing and hacking. Mm-hmm. Like. That would, before I even know the word COVID, I'd be like, it would make me nervous that some guy's just fucking releasing all of, all of his dirt in the air. Yeah. So, but I would never really, but it was like, in this area, once they started, once they started putting numbers out, I could see like, there was like 23 people dead and like 23 were at a nursing home, which, which is really bad. But it was like every, every single thing in this, in this, in this, at a nursing home, like literally nobody, nobody died in this, in this zip, zip code it was under like, it was basically not in a nursing home. Yeah. And they, everyone, a lot of the cases went up, but the, but the deaths never went up. In this area, a lot of places in LA did really go up high. Um, but like, and sort of generally, my well kept, well healthy, reasonably healthy people, especially scared, anxious people, they just weren't, there wasn't much, there's was never really any virus around, around there very much. So I, so I like felt walking out. Well, I had a total of like, like two or three anxiety attacks because I, I'm a, not a loser, basically. But, but when you have an anxiety attack, your chest is constricted. And so that's also, also this probably the biggest symptom of COVID, oh, yeah. right? So it's kind of a mind fuck. Yes. But, but luckily nothing happened. I mean, I mean, if I was in a, but, but you have to look a at nurse this. home, I'd be praying oh, struck down by a... A virus because it sucks. That. Yeah, yeah, it's already sad. You said it's sad that people. It's sad walking into the lobby. It's sad. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, they never really discussed. I mean, I mean obviously people died prematurely, but never really discussed the fact that you know I, I, there was some stat about like the average length of time people live in nursing homes. Mostly short. It's like seven months is like the. Dude, I interviewed a lady who was very nice, um, and I don't know why. I, so I stepped to a nursing home. Uh, Accidentally. Well, yeah, you had a, like a drug. You're going to do drug drugs in the worst nursing homes. <laughs> You're going to sell weed in the nursing homes. Well, I'm like, <laughs> not so a bad business idea. I, I asked the lady. I was looking for a business. And I accidentally walked in, but but I'm like, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, how come all these people aren't like really drunk constantly? Right. Because that's I can't imagine why they're not. They're not doing that. And she's like, well, we don't. We don't allow, allow. Right. I'm like, so they, they you. To restrict their own liberties, and she's like, "Look, if, if we allowed booze in here, uh, it, it'd be a free for all. People would just be passed out drunk on the floor." And I'm like, "Yes, this is what, what I'm talking about." But what they do is they give them a lot of prescription medication, <laughs> right. a lot of antidepressant, anti pills. So they're all high on. They're all high on. About I imagine so. They're all high on something. But if you want to like, if you want your old people you're taking care of to go to sleep peacefully. You want them getting on, on fucking value like that. Like, no, it's harder for you. Yes. But I'm just saying with the will of the people, yeah. we, uh, I needed to immediately get drunk because my life has devolved into oh, they had, this hugely pressing scenario. I visited a, a relative <laughs> one of these places. It's a nicer place. Nice it's nice enough place. I mean, it's depressing to be inside even nice nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a head hour from like, like 4 to 4.30. And you, you get inks. You can basically, basically live like you, you, you want, but they're, they're so old and so. 
<laughs> and none of them are ch- chugging. They're not booze. It's, by the way, when you get to a certain age, it's all ladies, right? All, right, all the guys are dead. So it's like 90% ladies having hattens or fucking pink leg cocktails or shit like that. Well, it's probably also, I mean, nothing against your relative, but the type of person that kind of wants to be voluntarily policed and looked after. I think a guy like me would have blown his, blown his fucking brains out before this uh, situ- situation transpired. So I think like I won't leave the house. Yeah, 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 I've been on the porch. Well, first of all, call, people. the nicer place they call retirement centers. So, so it wasn't, I mean, to me, in their nursing home, it's kind of like where they're act- actively medically taking care of everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, this place actually had like a rubbish class. They were like, like 80 year old women in perfect, you know, perfect shape who were exercising, doing shit like that, swimming and, and, and whatever else. It wasn't just like, I was, I was like 95, I feel they were yeah, healthy. They're probably agreeable. Like, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like in bed. In bed people weren't bedridden. Like, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a bedridden. Right. Or, right. Where, where you just want to fucking drink people. <laughs> like, Do you know, like in Russia, um, uh, it has a high, high disparity of um, age gap between men and women because right. the women are relatively normal. Although, although not a huge fan, fan yeah. of Russian women, they will shank you for a purse. Yeah. Um, but there's survivors. Yeah, uh, but they don't. They don't get a handle of vodka and smoke packs of cigarettes every day. Yes. And, and the guys do. And so the guys die at fifty-five, and the women live to be ninety-five years old. Yeah, so. I was. Uh, I, yeah, I did a lot of COVID research because that like, like kind of got me sane. And and um, and one one thing was like Nigeria. For some reason, Nigeria. Like you think like, oh, the third world's really gonna get hit hard by COVID, right? They're, mm-hmm. Like they're gonna get white. once it gets to Africa and Asia, fucking white people all out. It is. It is. It is in India and some other places, some places. But Africa and Nigeria and other countries have very low, very low body rates from COVID. Um, and then you look at like, like you know, 80, what was it, 85% or 90% of people in the U.S. who are 65 and over. There, there is nobody, literally nobody in Nigeria is over 65. They like, for the re- like just for other reasons, either you know, you know, murder, accident, lifestyle, style, whatever. Like literally the percentage, our percentage of people are 65 is 17%. Mm-hmm. There's just like one half of one, one percent of the population. There just are literally no elderly people in Nigeria. That's insane. And so, you know, so everyone is, they have other health issues, of course, that's why they're dying, Ebola and shit like that. But I mean, they're relatively younger. Their, their populations are just younger because they die really, they die really young. Right. And they produce a lot, a lot of children. They produce a lot of children to make up for that. So, so the average age there is just, just more than other countries. So they, uh, you know, they got got COVID, but it didn't kill them as much because it was mostly elderly, mostly killed elderly people. So that's why Florida, California, Arizona got hit, hit really hard because there's just so many elderly people. I mean, I feel like post certain age, like um, <laughs> Logan's right, right. You all start telling yourself this, like, well, you know, no one does anything useful after the age of twenty eight. Yes. But then you're twenty eight, and you're like, well, I still right. feel yes. the same. But, you know, after seventy, Murder. how many people are really seriously? Well, well, look at our last meeting to society. Our last two presidents have been like seventy-six and seventy-eight. So, uh, you know, I don't That's like true. having I don't like having old old presidents. But you know, I, I think it's I think if you're in good shape, you can go longer. But again, these I'm like even even here locally, like I mentioned, there's very little COVID. Nursing homes got fucking tor- just torched, torched with COVID. Like it went through there. Like it could have been like a serial killer with a knife. It literally, like I mean, they died like tw- like so eighteen people scary. in a nursing home like in a day died like you know like again you know I mean it's still a COVID death, but like, like the average stay in these homes is like seven months total before the end. Mm-hmm. So you know mostly were their last year of year of life. Jesus, still sad, but I but I mean, You're working at that place, you see a dead body and it doesn't affect you. Whatever. Yeah, well, that's why I think that's why I think the people who were brought in were like like the people who work there. Mm-hmm. 
because I got to be going to Boston like in the middle of the day and just going like I gotta I gotta have a few drinks. You know, they're probably strict inside the building, so like I'm sneaking, sneaking out folks and drinks and stuff, yeah, yeah. handle this shit and come back back and get COVID, and then they're and then they're off. <laughs> people are dead. dead. <laughs> like it was just it was fun. I mean, I, I, I didn't have any in the nursing homes, but it was that been scary. Like like having a relative in the nursing home and watching like like. Dude, let's look around in LA. There's like 130 nursing homes. You can see the stats. Like six people died here, 16 people died here, eight people died here. Like, like in the last week, and you're like, man, shit. People just like dropped like, like flies in nursing homes. It was fucking. Don't, I like the. Uh, I kind of assumed that this was an urban myth, myth, and that it was just a racist in its origin. But Japanese people do, do, do float. Someone kind of starts forgetting their name and shit. Yeah. They just put them on an iceberg and just ease them out. The old people? Yeah. Uh, It's a very humane way to go. Do. I remember reading when I was a kid about how they have this policy for Japanese. So they won't have all this honor system, right? Like everything is, you can't take away someone's honor. So like you can't force any, like you're saying one month of ice flow, they probably tell them like, their decision and it's better like never never like very non-mean right mm-hmm. intentionally overtly non-mean maybe have mean intentions but you're not allowed, allowed to be mean meanly right so when someone gets older they for they will never force someone to retire they can't force them to retire so what they do is they call the citizens they just create uh, office empty offices with windows and they put them in those windows with nothing to do and let them sit and stare out the window all day long so like yeah like yeah, so they pr- pr- they kind of have the facade that they're at work. Yeah, and go somewhere every day, and they're still and they're still working for Toyota or whatever. Do they give them like menial tasks to, to do? No, just hang, just hang out. Like, it's just, just it saves them face of like, like having like if they feel it's going to lose honor if they retire. And some aren't wealthier and like they're not going to you know like so they don't want to be old people doing nothing. So they sit there for like years, years, and those probably reading magazines. I mean, you meet. Especially in LA, these yogis who are just—they're like Japan piles. They—they totally fetishize yes. the whole culture and yes. act like Japanese people are really superior. Their food is great, by the way, and and it, it's nice that they're able to keep their seats clean. And then you hear shit like that, and it's like, oh, well, they're just as fucked up, fucked up as anyone else. Oh yeah, no, I mean, the minute you read the story about the vending machine selling women's underwear to like fishes, like, the, like, like yeah. okay, okay, there's like us. You never <laughs> hear the, you never hear the douchebag start to talk about that though. No, it's always honor and and uh, no. you know sam- samurai. Also, by the way, you think you think people have it tough in America? Go to Japan or China. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god, they fuck like. For one thing, there's no black people, so you stand out right away. There's like zero black people, but they are like brutal. To like they don't even like each other. The fucking Japanese, the, the Koreans, the Chinese, the Chinese, the Chinese hate the Taiwanese. They all hate the Japanese. The Japanese essentially did genocide in China, and as you know, as you know Asians, Asians are the most racist people by far. But the Japanese still, or Chinese still hate the Japanese, vice versa. Yeah, well, called Korea stole a woman to be prostitutes, like in the in the military, you know, to serve them soldiers. Yeah, you know, they brought like I think it was like thirty thousand women from Korea to be prostitutes for, for soldiers. So that's what I forget. You know, you know, my grandma was forced into, into prostitution for your Japanese soldiers. Like, I would hold a grudge for a little while. Yeah. That's just something you don't like. You know, going on a war is one thing where you're going to fight each other in a war. But, like, coming over and just, like, kidnapping women to serve as sex slaves to your soldiers and to be, like, sort of rape, rape sex, you know, for four or five years because your soldiers are losing. That's a hard one to get over. I wonder when... Oh, never mind. But quickly, yes. when... You know, because... Essentially, when you see a foreign person being cool and failing really hard, they're <laughs> pretending to be American. Yes. 
and there's nothing else there's cool because what, what does America really export? And it, it's culture, right? And Americans are, are, but will there be a time when China sells us off the debt or whatever that like acting like a Russian will be cool? I just can't see it happening. I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's always a matter. Whoever makes, makes the entertainment, pop, pop culture, the music, the entertainment wins. I was just reading about was it American entertainment hegemony or whatever the hell we're like we we've for decades and decades because we've exported our culture through film and television music and all the other stuff so everyone around everyone around the world basically who doesn't super hate us and even the countries that hate us are still imitating us because they want to be but we successful it, like it, people bought into it though it, it's not like there's a reason no. that like ukraine doesn't have a thriving film industry it's because <laughs> they're cool like they, they seem to have, have a sense of humor they're like us to find wife and they fucking it's like a, you're, it's not much here. No. Like the, 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 the ultimate, like, better Ukrainian film. And then it's like, the, you can't stand, you can't, like, it's a I remember that, that Hungary game, which was really good, like, like, about abortion, about a girl, girl abortion, because it was a little in Hungary. It was, it was under the, terrible. it was under the, it was, it was like, it took the 80s under the Soviet, Soviet Union, so under the communist, so it was illegal to get abortions. But of course, people still got them. And it was her tale, she was 20, 28, her boyfriend left her, she was pregnant. It was just her heroin, like what you had to go through to get the abortion. And this was like the best Hungarian film. It won all the awards and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty intense, like sad and intense. And, and, uh, but I'm thinking, okay, that's a Hungarian film. Like the Hungarians made the film they want to make. It's about a, a young woman like nearly dying in a back, back abortion. That's what it wasn't, it wasn't a comedy. <laughs> no, that's, like, that's like if you tell people like Hungarians, we really want you to tell the real Hungarian story. That's the re- that's the re- real Hungary, man. I mean, that's like yeah. yeah. And, the, and America make, makes a movie about uh, uh, stalkers who are obsessed with the same girl, and then Brett Favre is in it. Yes. It's called something about, about Mary. Yes. That's a fucking movie. Yes. Well, we make. I mean, look at what was nominated for all the Oscars this past year. We make. These very dark, dark, depressing. I think uh, uh, Bill Barr is the guy who said, like, like after I saw the Oscar trainers, I wanted to get in a bathtub and drop a toast in it. Because, <laughs> like, he makes small, depressing movies. I pretend there are, you know, are Hollywood movies, but nobody sees them. No. Nobody wants to be moonlighted about it. It was about the guy growing up on Apple with AIDS in Miami and whatever. Like, you know, we go, oh, look how important we make Moonlight. Everyone's seen Transformers and fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're American. We're fucking, we're, that's the one thing we're still good at, right? In, in, in innovation, culture, cultural innovation. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody, everybody, it's just people, especially in the last year, really bragged on America. A lot of our jobs are certified. People still people come here. No one leaves here. People still, still I always look at the number, like, like three million people came in the country last year, and like three left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no one actually. Even the people who like have, have a good reason to leave don't leave. Like right. there's just, just you know what happens when you express the world? It's super shit. <laughs> like there's no like I want to you know, like you know LeBron go get away from racism in America. Go to Europe where they like throw banana peeled black athletes and drop n bombs out and ride and like you know right. we got a host like banners that get, like when there's a Jewish player like literally start doing Holocaust cheers. I mean it's, yeah. As best as we get, the rest of the world is still shittier. I mean, some point to like fucking Sweden or something like that. But you know, a tiny little place where you can't afford to get afford or Switzerland. And they were Nazis. And they were Nazis. But like, there's just not. I mean, for all our fault, there are people still coming in. I want to talk about Tess Holiday. You, I think she, uh, she uh, on your. Uh, Hand job masturbation. <laughs> she's a, by the way, she's only famous. Have we? We've been doing this for several years now, and we've talked about many f- obese models and how obese model, the obese models, 
there really, there really is such a such thing, thing as an obese model. And that still haven't, after, I mean, Ashley Graham, who was like heavy, chunky, hot. She's, she, she's not like, I don't, I don't know if she's technically obese, probably not, not but she's overweight. She's overweight. But she's not grotesque. No, plays up the fact she's overweight. Has, of course, a black husband who loves, loves her being large. No comment. But she's, uh, if, if she was slender, she'd be really hot. Yeah. So she's a hot woman who just got heavy. And I don't know if she got heavy, that's her genre, that's her niche she's filling. But you kind of feel like feel like she just ate cookies to like kind of be the fat model, yeah. Because being a hot model is a lot of competition. Being a fat model, nobody, nobody. Um, but there's no. We've seen fire, fire toxins five or six times, and these these women call themselves to be model. And they're obese. I don't think they're actually working. Working are they? Don't actually. There's some like some some magazine will give an homage piece about how fat women are now the new thing in model modeling. But they're not getting hired. I think many models are working, period. period. I think yeah. it's all bullshit. Someone's paying the bills. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. I don't think that her... So she's kind of become... Well, I don't know. Technically, I mean, I'm assuming that she makes she makes a lot of me from Instagram because she's been kind of a, become kind of a public figure. But, but to sell, like, what are you like, like... So is that modeling? I, think, I don't know. Obviously, she didn't, didn't start out modeling... Um, or something. No, well, so modeling and I was assuming you get paid to wear, wear clothing in front of the grass or on the run, runway or whatever else, or, or jewelry or whatever else you're doing. I never ever actually, the only time I ever, ever see her or these models is when there's a story about these models and then like right. Vanity Fair the new look at everyday women or whatever and, and talk about them and dress them in fine yeah, clothing. they're insinuating that that is it's not it's really not even rich. rich. It's no, a it's no. a, it's a naughty. It's a um, it's a fucking headline. Yeah, you know? they can't. They just and the occasional they'll, they'll do. When, and the way when they put them in them in, in runway, it's always with other beast women. Right, right. So never like oh, look. This is a new like woke look we have with all these obese beast women. It's never like, all the hot chicks and then one obese woman. Right. Because then you're, then she's beyond marginalized because <laughs> anyone just has to pretend. So here's the thing. So Tess Holiday. Somehow she managed to get attention. So obese models do get attention. And now she, she comes out and claims that she's actually sick, which is, which is, is so perfect because like, when you're done getting all the attention for being morbidly obese as a model, what's left? But just to say you're... Previously, <laughs> if, if I'm rushing my memory here, she, she, she had claimed that she, she was in perfect hell and that her... Oh, what she, what she, her, she was pregnant, yeah. I didn't even realize that she was pregnant, but yeah, so she she claims we have no proof proof of this that her doctor told her you do not need to lose weight, yes. which would be wrong. Yes, and, and I think he said that. Um, well, although remember, it was only what fifty years ago when the doctors told the, the pregnant women to smoke to come to relax. So right. you know, they had a doctor to say, it, but yeah, it still, still seems it still seems sketchy. I mean, so now, see, I I think. She's trolling. Yeah, I, I think she might be smart, and I think she understands that people will find this confusing, funny, yes. sad. Number. She plays. She played. She played for sad. I don't know. So she's morbidly obese and anorexic. If, if she's telling the truth, she will lose weight. <laughs> Yeah, right. But she hasn't lost weight. If she's gotten fatter, so, so how do you, how is if you're really committed to this anorexia thing? Yeah, how are you gaining weight? I thought the point was was that you you try, try and lose weight. Well, my was so if you are at some point when you become so you're not born in it. No one's born in it. At the point you become in it. Like no one's born an alcoholic. No one's born whatever. They might have the gene tending towards that, mm-hmm. but there's no like six year old alcoholics. And there's almost <laughs> right. There's no. 
And there's very, very if you're a super fat kid, it's because your parents ever feed you. You, you grow short six and buying your seniors nil away for boxes and nil away for right. So, so someone's overfeeding you. Um, but if you, at some point when you become an anorexic, you start to lose weight. But what if you start anorexia when, when you're like a 30, 35 year old for, for, for woman? <laughs> like, what if it's just like last Friday you became anorexic and that's when it started for you? And so after four days of anorexia, you still are super, super fucking fat and weighing exactly the same as you did four days earlier. There's got to be a, a period in anorexia when, when you weigh ex- exactly the same as when you started. Right. Yeah, it's pretty deep philosophically. I haven't really realized how complicated it is. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're also kind of along those lines, you are at least 200 pounds weight as she is. Clinically, a disease is something that is harmful. Right. She should be anorexic. So it's not really a disease per se. It's a It's like therapeutic. Yeah. That'd be like no one's claiming that anything. AIDS is good for you, right? Because it's not; it's destroying your body. But she needs to not. You think eat. she should get AIDS? AIDS? She should get AIDS? Yeah, <laughs> just for like a couple of years. Like, okay, this is this is this is interesting. In practice, in theory, having AIDS could extend her life. Yes, if she like like her body was depleting. Yeah, she might live longer if she never got it. So I dare you to go online and tell people that <laughs> tell women that's really good. She has anorexia because this is really going to make her <laughs> see, what, just see, that. see what happens. It's but but it's an interesting thing. Like so, if you become a compulsive eater, say at twenty, your first week of compulsive eating, you can weigh exactly as you did the first twenty or whatever you as your adult life, mm-hmm. and then at some point you're going to become you'll become obese. But if she's getting her anorexia journey. Could still be an obese person who has anorexia. Now, if we cut to two years later and she's still fucking like looks like a truck, then I'd say the anorexia was not, was not accurate. Was not an accurate, not accurate diagnosis. Well, is, is anorexia one of those di- diagnoses? No, sees however you say that. Uh, it's vague. Like if I, kind of like being an alcoholic. Yeah. Someone's like, "Hey, Matt, have you ever drank too much like, a day?" So it's like, "Yeah, well, you're not an alcoholic." Like, okay, well, right, right, right. I don't know. I'm not like waking up in a gurt. Like, is is anorexia like? Do you ever not eat a sandwich when you wanted to? Yes. Well, then you have an eating disorder. Is it one of those things? I think it's defined. I think I think you have to have to mass like a low mass and like something that's like remarkably low. Mm-hmm. So you're clearly not eating. You're clearly malnourished to begin with. Then why are you malnourished? Because you could be fat. Right. Now, that's just an interesting question because if, if, if you're like the size of a fucking house, but then do you you're also fat when you because you are fucking fat? <laughs> so that does that take away the key diagnosis factor? Because yes, you're starving, which is not good, perhaps, but you are actually really fucking fat. fat. So, so that's actually a rational thought. You actually have a rational thought that you're overweight. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that they would say it's it's if you have like shame. But, but honestly, if you weigh 400 pounds, you should be should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Gross. No, no yeah. one likes looking at it, and you're killing yourself. I just go by the women who jaw, and they're always wearing, like, even this hot they're always wearing, like, plastic or vinyl, like, it's like the weight loss. <laughs> yeah. And you can see how skinny they are, and they're still jogging, like, eight miles out in the, out in the heat. And they're, and they're, like, just, you, you, you can just see the look in their eyes. Like, they look like, if I stop running, I'm going to die. Right? Yeah. It's so weird as fucking, like, they have that crazy, it's a crazy look. I saw, you know, and this 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 is kind of morbid, and I felt bad. It's just the reaction that I had. I was looking at CNN or something, and they had an article um, because CNN is a clown, clown shirt, that was was uh, Reb Wilson is giving birth to a baby, 
and uh, she's a funny actress. But but my first thought was like, oh, there's more fat people. Yeah. Why is she having a baby? Yeah. Well, she lost. She lost weight. She's been doing her new. She by the way, she hit her. This is a funny. She hit her target weight. Which of is still what? which is still fat. <laughs> like like a second like airplane pilot landing a plane, like within a mile of the runway. Seems like that like that's, that's I'm not very good at it. Like a mile within a mile of the runway. <laughs> like my target target goal. Either like like at the right weight. Right. There's no target weight. Like there, there may be an instant step when you're like feel, feel proud of yourself perhaps, but like not a target like you're kind of admitting defeat. Yeah, target's the end point, right? You yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. in darts, you, you hit the target, right? That's the end of the game. That's not like a stop. That's like you call it half time at least, right? This is I hit my, my half time. But her target weight, I'm like that's supposed to like it's to let you know that she was successful in her last journey, even though she still looks heavy. Right. So you, so you can say congratulations in your target weight, as opposed to congratulations, you still look fat. Um, it's kind of like how in, um, or maybe it's not like like this at all. But I'm just talk, talking. I'll finish my stupid thought. Is a uh, when you see the uh, nutrition supplements and, and diet advertisements, yeah. what, what they actually do is they find. Um, let me see if I can try it. Someone that doesn't lose twenty pounds. What they do is they find one who's kind of in shape, right? And, and they make him gain. Oh, oh really? But, but they take the photo, but the before uh, photo after. Yes. They switch it around because it's easier to get someone to lose. Gain fifteen pounds and lose twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. and it's easier to lose lose new. Mm-hmm. Once you've had weight on a long time, it's a lot. Your body loses it slower. So I think like actors who put on weight for roles can lose a lot quicker because your body it's just like new. Well, I guess that makes because during quarantine, I I used to weigh two two or five, and I got on the scale. I weighed two twenty three, and I was like, oh my god. Right. And uh, so it was. It's been really hard to lose that. Yeah. That. Nine or ten pounds. I think it's also how much extra how much, how much physical activity you get. Yeah. So if, if you're like sedentary, it's really hard to lose weight too. So I mean, you don't see a lot of. I don't see any any <laughs> like, and you don't see. There's some like some obviously at the gym. I do the stairmaster. I applaud. I applaud their effort. Yeah. It's really it's really hard to lose weight if you're just not moving. Right. Like even if you're just sedentary, drinking diet cokes, but sedentary, it's really hard. It's really hard to lose weight. Weight. I. I, I I've I've learned like the whole female diet industry. You can look at the numbers. It's all such a such a horrible result. The results are like three percent women keep and keep the weight. Well, it did make make me sympathetic. I mean, I'll joke joke aside because I'm not over overweight or anything. But could you could it, you not find you, you have to like no didn't have a problem. <laughs> just uh, just wanted to be more, more shredded. You moved the stretch pants. Well, it, well it, it just losing the eight pounds is really hard, and I'm active, and I'm you know don't have any issues. Yeah. So I, I, I get that it's it's hard, and harder when you get the older you get, the harder it is. Yeah, too. I'm sure that's part of it. So and then when you get older, you're just playing less sports. Right. Your knees hurt. <laughs> your knees hurt all the time. Yeah. So, so it's like you just just can't fucking hoop for an hour every day when when you get older because you're just sore. <laughs> you get fucking sore. Yeah. So I mean, you have to like find some kind of lower impact sorts of like, like exercise mm-hmm. other than fucking full court <laughs> basketball. That definitely is not like an old man. That's definitely not older guys. When you're not in great shape, oh, oh. you don't, don't realize it's like watching basketball. You, yeah. Literally, if you play basketball for five seconds, yeah. you're out of your Yeah. It's insane. They, they run, what it was like, fucking eight miles in a game or something like that. I mean, it's like, you remember doing like fucking, fucking suicide or whatever they call them like in, in school? Touching in each line, 
Now, now imagine doing like a hundred of the hundred of those over the course of like an hour. Oh my god! And even the even the fat guys are you know in great. I, mean, yeah. I remember when I follow wars. Draymond Green was out like three weeks or for four weeks, and he's like, like it's going to take take me at least a month of playing time to get back into shape. After being off of a month of not playing that, it's the aerobics, not anything else. You don't lose muscle mass, you don't lose your shot, all the other stuff. But if you don't do that like every other day of the week, month after month, you can't yeah. run like that. You just can't run like that. Yeah, you can't, can't. There's no trail or bike, no. bicycle that will. No, it's like taking a year from running a marathon. Yeah. If you're a marathon, you can't. You got to ease. You have to work your lung capacity back, back up. That, that goes pretty quickly. So, I mean, to be, to be fair, Draymond, he is one of the most basketball players that needs to lose some weight. Yes, he does. And he looks like he has bad breath, and I hate him. But, uh, <laughs> I love him. Although I would not want to hang out with him. I will admit that. He's just, he's just like super fucking annoying. There's super only, annoying. Remember, uh, who was the guy out of UConn, the guard, who was legitimately fat, fat. He was on all the time. It's Khalil Amin. Yeah, that sounds right. And um, he, he was legitimately fat. Yeah, he was like a fat guy. Yeah, he was like... Yeah, super fat. But he was fucking just high all the time. <laughs> And I think he legitimately was out of the league after three years just because of his weight. Mm-hmm. Like he was the only guy I could think of who was actually like too fat to play basketball. Well, like Oliver Miller, yeah, who who was a fat guy who was seven feet tall. You don't see that no. all that often. Do you think he, he can would, still walk? I mean, how, probably not. By I mean, forty, there's no way you can walk. But that that was um, not so so much a genetic thing in that he was just like a moron who would eat, you know, yeah. six, six pizzas in one seat. <laughs> 1980s, there, there was this uh, lineman for the 49ers. There's line, by the way, used to go to this, go to this, used to go to this charity event. It was all, it was all for the offensive lineman, an ex lineman. And by the way, back, especially in those days, I'm sure it's still bad today, but like no one, no one over 50 could walk without crutches or wheelchair or legs. They were just, by the time they hit 50, they literally couldn't walk. Some, some at 40. Because a they're huge, heavy, and b all the compression on their legs from playing football. Well, with these guys too, it's they learn this behavior because they they don't all start out like these fat, fat, fat. Yeah. You know, they're probably trending in that direction. But they go to college and they make them eat like ten thousand, twenty thousand calories a day. Then they, they stink football, and then that's just what they think is normal. Talking about Lyman, how some guy Lyman they picked through three hundred pounds, forty pounds of Lyman. Who's lucky because he's only 300 pounds? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, even a generation ago, the linemen were like 280, 290. Mm-hmm. Now, 340, 350 has like become pretty, pretty commonplace. Ridiculous. And that's like, like, even if you're tall, it's a lot out of fucking weight. Joe, I think Joe Thomas, one of the linemen, he's always, he's always, he's lost like 150 pounds afterwards, and he looks fit now. Mm-hmm. But he legit, and he's like 6'5 or what? He legitimately lost like 150 pounds, and he's still in a healthy, he's healthy, like a healthy weight now. Which is, yeah, there's something I'm not a football fan, as I, I think I've complained about incessantly, but uh, the fact that there is a sport where a guy can weigh 400 pounds yes. and becomes himself an athlete, like there's a bit of a problem here, don't you think? <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely not healthy, and they don't. And well, I was going to say about Bob Harris was like his big. Re- these guys are from the South; they're not educated usually, and they start eating a lot and can cause to get heavier. And so they hired her to put a weight clause in his contract. Every year he had to come in under a 330, 340, whatever it was, or mm. he lost money. But he didn't know, he literally he didn't, know to do that. he didn't know how to eat healthy. I mean, he just never, never did that. He was eating stuff, fried food, all sorts of shit. So his big revelation when we interviewed him, he said he'd been working in the nutritionist for like several months. And what he was, instead of having a bag of potato chips, he could have four potatoes. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's what you that was like. Last you're supposed to take away away from this. He's like, let me go go get yeah. this bag of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. like and you eat like just a, a pound and pounds of potatoes, and it's just the same thing as like a bag of chips. 
I, I think he took the wrong message from the nutritionist. I think they were trying to shock him into how much, how much like fat right. is, in a, is in a bag of chips. I wonder if there's an element. I was talking to my girlfriend. Um, she's very opinionated, and we fight a lot, unfortunately. Um, but, but my, uh, uh, we were talking about what is what is the gayest sport, and it's obviously fighting is the gayest sport. Physical, gayest physical appearance sport. Yes, I will agree with you on that. No, I'm talking about you want to fuck other guys, get into it. Really? Yeah. I think. And then I said, well, football is not, not gay at all. She agreed. Then she said things that confused me. She said that football, football is gay, which is interesting to me. And that ski skiing is gay. It offended me because I ski. And, uh, I don't see how ski. I, football is gay because you're, 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 you're like sweaty with, with a bunch of dudes all together. Yeah. And, and, I mean, a football locker room. Well, wasn't that pretty... basketball gay, though? Yeah, I think I think, I think football players as a towel snap in yeah. the locker room. That strikes me as more of like, and if you read about like, like pants. If you read about like high school or college, college hazy on football teams, it's always gay. Yeah, see, you don't see that in basketball. No. It's not like, yeah, I had to join the basketball team and jerk off in front of, in front of the other people. It just wouldn't have happened. Well, also, basketball more more likely to have blasters from the hood. Yeah. They're like, hey, dude, you got to run around naked while we tape you to a wall and like, you're supposed to see if your dick gets erect. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> <when> I... <laughs> right. That might work for the... Oh, yeah. I, I went, uh, one year I went to spring break. I had to do spring break one year in Florida in college just because I, I felt like I had to. Mm-hmm. And I stayed next door to the, it was, I think, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State linemen, all the offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And, and they literally did the gay, sh- they were all huge. I would, I would never this. They did, did like, 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 literally did butt off of each other. Imagine that. Like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> they were doing, like, uh, they, you know, you pour, like, put a- pour the liquor down someone's back, back <laughs> one on the ground, would drink it off of the other person's butt. I would not want to, want to do that. And it was, I would not, not do that, period. It was, Six foot four, three hundred twenty pound dudes, corn fed Nebraska, Oklahoma, where they were doing this. I'm like, and going, dude, yeah. I'm like, I would go up and just say, dude, you were sucking. <laughs> like, yeah. I would have been kicked and murdered. It sounds like she has a point. The skiing thing, I didn't get her rationale. Was that you stick your butt out when you ski? Oh, and I thought she mentioned a lot of French people skiing. Well, <laughs> and, and they wear like, um, I think she's picturing like the kind of '80s ski bum goofball comedy. They wear a lot of like, like fluorescent, yeah, pink and stuff. Yeah, I don't think I just I, don't think skiing's gay. I think any sport you cover up a lot is probably less gay than sport where you show off, show off your body a lot. I don't know. I mean, I went to think of skiing, and also it's an individual sport as opposed. To, I mean, let's face it, football locker room shit is pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. So it has a frat house feel. It has a gay frat house feel to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Basketball wouldn't go for that. <laughs> Uh, man, I want to talk about Elliot Page. Do you do you dead name people still? Are you are you a are you constantly often as possible? I'm confused now uh, because uh, Caitlyn Jenner running for governor of California. I mean, I, I, it's really hard to say you don't like Caitlyn Jenner without people thinking you're just transphobic. But I really didn't like Bruce Jenner before he became Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, not like I don't, I don't think he was evil or anything like that, but he was such, such a dolt. With the whole Kardashian thing, just and boring. Right? He seems pretty stupid. He seemed pretty boring. He was basically, was basically doing like ju- sell juicers for like twenty years. You know, he's an ex-athlete. He would just be like the weird time, I guess, like ten years ago. And then the Kardashian show would be on TV, watching it, but yeah. just like in a room, and it'd yeah. be on. And he was just stand, standing around with weird posture, like, like you know. Essentially, like wearing a dunce cap. Yeah, I didn't understand why he was on the show. He has no chance of winning governor, does he? Please tell me <laughs> that he doesn't. Everyone hates him. Uh, well, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I would say I would say no chance, but I think I thought about Schwarzenegger when he became president. And, and Trump. And Trump when he became president. I bet, I bet against both of them. If we were alive when Reagan was starring yes, in, a, in a movie with, with a chimpanzee, we wouldn't have thought well, that. Well, let's put it this way. If, if Caitlyn Jenner was a Democrat, then yes, definitely strong possibility. Yeah. But a Repo- just any Republican winning the governorship in California is very hard to imagine at this point. I mean, Schwarzenegger was probably the last one. And he was kind of, kind of a fake Republican. He was a Hollywood actor, Republican, whatever that is. Yeah. And so, he was uh, initiated in, I don't even want to talk about that. No, but, but I mean, he, he was, wasn't really elected. It was special election. Yeah, but that's what's happening now. All right. So, but also, he, he was super fucking famous. Oh, that, that's what's happening. Super, oh, super oh, famous. famous. Oh, it's a recall election. Yeah, did yeah. Did that happen? Uh, they got enough signatures. Okay. So the recall is happening. But, but it's, it's like two parts of the vote. One is to get rid of the, get rid of the, the governor. And the majority of people say, no, I want him. Then they don't even have the second part. The majority of people say, get rid of him. Then they have the second part. And then the candidates, it's weird. You have to have to be a candidate before you know whether or not the election is going to take place. Mm-hmm. So Caitlyn Jenner signed up and then some other people have signed up. And the porn stars have come out to sign up. And you were, I know you weren't here, 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 here when that, that, that last election happened. But like Gary Coleman from Diff Strokes signed up. And like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, reading about and then he that. died after. I thought someone killed him. So he wouldn't be governor. <laughs> uh, but I think it literally cost $500 to sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your name's on the bat. It's not like the, the there's no Republican prime like that where you have to like wean through the process. So if you pay money and get, get like 30 signatures, you get it on the ballot. So I, so I think 68 people last time. Last time. I loved how, I don't know if it's something in, in that family of being um, narcissistic dullards, but you know Kim Ashton is going to run, run for office at some point. Yep. And I like, I rarely compliment the media. Idea. I like, like just ignored Kanye West. They're like, we're not, we're not even going to acknowledge Oh, when he was for president? president you mean? Yeah. Well, he didn't get any coverage. I think everyone knew, he was, first of all, they knew he was mentally ill. Ill. Well, so he, he did get a little covered and he had a, a nervous breakdown, although that's interesting. <laughs> they, they didn't treat it like it was we're talking about. No, but he, wasn't even, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he was only on like, like state ballots or something like that. But now he, the Republican was more than willing to help him. Yeah, but yeah, but he didn't like even like he spent a lot of money. He spent like thirty million dollars on it. Really? Yeah, because he ran boring. commercials to states and he did other stuff, but and, and he hired half and all the other stuff. But he never really even like signed the papers to get on. Like like literally, like, some just yeah. didn't have his signature on it. He's just, just not. He's insane. But I like the Elliot Page. He's my, my favorite of the day. <laughs> so first of all, so Ellen Page became Elliot Page, and I really hate the only, the only thing I, 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 I be a trans. I don't, I, you know, I don't give a shit what you want to be in your life. That's fine with me. All I ask is when you become a, a, a woman or a man, pick a good name. I feel like you've had a whole life. They always Elliot. talk about. Well, I guess the, the tradition is that it had to be. It's like when they do a Spanish name in Spanish class. So yes. I went Matthew to Mateo. Oh, yeah. Like, like, she, it has to be kind of similar. Not really. Like Caitlin and Bruce. I mean, like, Bruce obviously wanted to be Caitlin since he was like eight years old. Uh-huh. It took him 50 years. He's like, finally, I'm Caitlin, right? right? No one says, I've been waiting 50 years to be Elliot, right? It's just, it's just like Elliot. Dudes named Elliot are like. Wish, wish they were not named Elliot. It must be unfair to, to the transsexuals who have a gender ambiguous name. Like if your name's Pat. Oh, they, would you change it or not? Or if, what's another good example? Chris. Like Brett. Yeah. Brett could be a man or a woman. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, but I, I think like if you, if you became a new gender, you'd want like a really strong name from that gender. 
Like yeah, something that evokes. So something. she went from Elliot, sorry, from Ellen to Elliot, which is kind of like an effeminate, you know, yeah, yeah. Extreme, kind of a, 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 a nebbishy lawyer or something. You pick, picture, picture a dude who looked like her, her now, the dude. She should, like, yeah, you would go, <laughs> if, you, if your whole point is being a dude, right, it should be Spike. Yeah, right? just, just a simple Rick will do. Rick. Just be Rick. Just be Rick or Tanner. I'm like, I'm like, you know, baseball, some, some baseball name, right? American baseball name yeah. will work. Cody, be Cody or Kirby. something. Yeah. So she like that. Just call yourself, call yourself pocket. So she became, became a dude, which like, whatever. I mean, I mean, she, she was always, for, by the way, I think you only should be allowed one coming out celebrate media celebration. Mm-hmm. So she had her big thing. thing like, and lo and behold, I'm surprised she came out as a lesbian. And she had like listed at the thing and then a big media event in Hollywood and she, and she came out and now she's a lesbian, which everybody already knew. Uh, so it was not a big surprise, but they applauded her and then she got all the awards and she did all the speeches and we'll cover mag- all the game magazines and also the magazines as being a lesbian. Now she, now she had the tra- trans thing again. You only get, you only get, you only get coming. Like, bring it all out. Just bring it all out. Well, didn't she uh, have a medical term? She cut off her breasts? She did. She had a, I guess you call it a mastectomy. Is there a photo of it? Uh, no. <laughs> a doctor's photo, maybe. Like, like you want to steal it, go steal it, what it looks like. So, I mean, she was, was rod, rod a cup already. This isn't uh, a masculine sort of. It's not much of a transition. I mean, anytime you're having surgery, serious, I guess, but... Um, you know, th- this isn't Pamela Anderson cutting her breasts off. No, although I don't know what her original breasts looked like before she, she put implants in them. But yeah, like she's they not look weird now. She certainly no one said like, "Wow." I mean, she's got an amazing age. Which page, or like, they're like, check out hot, check out that that hottie, right? So you probably wouldn't if you looked at pictures, you wouldn't notice much of a difference. And also, she because she was such whatever whatever her, her where she was covered up all the time. I wonder in in this which let's just just say when you're cutting off body parts, there's something nothing right in your head. Yeah. I would I would think. But do you think that the transgender community is like frustrated by the lack of like, they're like well, I need to get an operation to narrow my hips and like that is impossible. No, not me, please. Like, do you think they want like shit that's not really possible? like Caitlyn Jenner wants a hand, hand surgery? Yeah, because they have giant fucking football hands. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're, they're thinking like one one day they'll be able to figure out the hands. Do you think they really are? Introduction. <laughs> 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 you see her fucking hands? Yes. I mean, she's got the hands of a super four installed. Not only just a man, but an male athlete, a superior athlete. I have enormous hands. If yeah. I went around. Calling myself a lady, yeah, it would, it would be. You'd if notice. you're in a dress with big hands, and a big shoulder, and you know, you know big shoulder, broad shoulders, it's. it's I don't think think like Caitlyn Jenner. She wants to feel like a woman. I don't think she's trying to like like think that she's a beautiful looking woman to other people. I don't know if she's that like unself aware. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't she's, she's done like covers where she's wearing. She's sixty. Ball she's also sixty eight now, so it's like she's not a twenty year old person. I'm saying. Right. She was a twenty year old twink who became a girl and can pass for like a hot girl in a, in a dark nightclub. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner is big and old and bulky, and, and you can't hide that with a designer. Dress. It's just not the kind of thing you can do. But here's the thing about Ellen Page, Elliot Page. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to name her. Uh, I don't shit. But so now she's had the, she's had another coming out party. So she became trans. By the way, she dumped her wife, husband and wife. They got divorced after she. Became I feel trans. like the wife broke up with her. I think. Uh, no, I think Elliot was again. I don't know if Elliot. I guess Elliot likes women. Married to a woman. She was an open lesbian. Yeah, but I mean, but that was her sexual preference was women. But just because she now identifies as a man, she still probably likes women, right? Which technically makes her heterosexual. 
I think, right. identification-wise. But I think she's like told, told her lesbian wife, like, fuck that lesbian. I'm going to go get me some, some straight pussy. It wasn't so. your theory that I don't really agree with. I think it's I think it's a different theory that Bruce was gay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He can fuck men and not be gay as a woman. Yes. I, I think that's true of like, he came from, like a lot of people came from a conservative background. Mm-hmm. And I think the confusion is, I, I, I have no idea if this could not. My, my mom, and I remember in some stupid article. But if you're a young, young boy, if you're in sports and stuff like that, and you're gay, so you want some other dude cocks, Oh, that's sin. That's you know, I can't do that. That's not in the realm of like, like possibly my family, all this stuff, stuff like that. It's wrong with me. But now, if you're a woman and you want, want to have a dude body next to you, now, now it's normal again, right? So in a way, if you were if you were had been born a girl or become a girl, then all of a sudden it becomes non-gay, and so therefore it's like almost like that, that's much more acceptable. I mean, it hurts my my brain, but I think there's probably. I'm sure there's people that think like that, yeah. Well, well, the same people go into the pool, right? Because they're gay, and they're like, oh, well, this is something I, I comprehend. In my background, I can't comprehend being another dude, so I'm just going to become a priest. You know, know the current pope? This is a true story. He tells this story on a regular basis. He when was, you talk when you talk to the pope? Like on Zoom, when you're Zoom with the pope during during COVID? I'd not even answer. He was, was on his, he was like 17 or 18 or whatever it was, 19. He very young. He was on his way to get married to a woman. And on the way there, he had a realization that he should become a priest and not marry his wife. Right. So he's gay. And he was. I think he was deeply afraid of fucking his wife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, good for at least for doing that before he got married, and they found it like a Polish or German truck stop wherever he went, like later on. on. True. And just decided, like, I'm gay. What, what, what do I can either work the clubs or I can be, be pope. <laughs> like that's my my thing. But that's why they have so many gay men in in, in the priest because. They can't be openly because their background just and their religion just doesn't permit it. Yeah. But they may be a situation where they're no, not allowed to have women in their lives and no one's saying anything about it. Imagine, imagine like a dude goes through his life without a woman in his life and no one's like, dude, you're so fucking gay. <laughs> you're so gay. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, you're so wrong. You're wrong. off the women you and you obviously want. Yeah, I don't buy into it whatsoever. They're, they're not fooling me. And like, you know, no, 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 a priest tries to just um, tell people how to live and stuff. I'm, I'm like, you're a virgin. It's weird. You you I, I, will, I will not listen to. Do you, you have to be a virgin to be a priest, or allowed to have sex and then like do some sort of bath where you then become pure again? I yeah, I think. I mean, it would have well, been well, sinful. It's kind of a hypothetical. They're all none of them. I mean, they may fuck a few few kids, but <laughs> are their buddies? Because can't you be like uh, uh, you couldn't be like a high school dude who got laid and then become a priest later on? Do you think that's ever happened? No, never. <laughs> never. Unless you come from a family of a priest that's expected, like you're super Irish, I guess. Right. And like someone has, <laughs> right. someone has to be someone has to be a priest. But yeah. like, Ellen, Ellen Page cut off her ass and talks about So she, now she's doing this thing about how like, you, know, you never hear these stories about, you'll hear these stories about transition surgeries and stuff and then someone's like, like, timid arc about how they feel great again or like, like Caitlyn Jenner, right? look at my dress dress or wearing dresses. Mm-hmm. I've really heard before like Ellen Page, which is she had an explosion of energy and creativity since she, she became a, since she identifies as a man, cut off her cut off her breasts. Like gave her this ultimate like energy that she's been lacking and if you could hear, you could just, she's a low energy person. And I was like, oh, wow, well that's like crazy. I've never heard that before. That's a crazy thing. Like cut off your like, like 
And so what does she do with her energy? She's writing a script with her. She's writing a script with her. Like, that's, that's her high energy. Like, I was like, kind of back down. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're doing what every single other actor in town is with their breasts, with their breasts is doing, which is writing this, spending an hour a day writing a play with your friend. Well, to be fair, uh, so the thing with actresses, I mean, she's she started in these great, great inception and you know yeah, she's, she's a, been in a few she's a good actress um but we we do think that, that they are maybe smarter than they've let on uh and she you know she's she's what i'm saying is all right so lesbians i think are probably smarter on average than like like straight women they or they're more educated perhaps because they don't they're have, more curious they're not, they're not just boys no, they, I mean they're usually independent. Yeah. They're opinionated. If we can agree on that. Um, but I'm just saying, like, we don't know if she's writing in a crayon. You know, we haven't seen it. Do, do we have any proof that she's not an idiot? Is what I'm saying. Like, I think oh, no. because she's a trans, he's a trans man. Like, we ascribe like some kind of wisdom or something. Yeah, it's like maybe they're just and. An, moron. It's, uh, we were before the show about Le- LeBron, Kim Kardashian, stuff like that. Especially LeBron now. We're talking about all the Black Lives Matter stuff. stuff. And because someone's really, really good at one thing, you describe them like being good at other things. Yeah. You just assume because a guy is the best basketball player in the world, he must know a lot about this other shit. Like, like he, he's worth listening to. Yeah. It, what, it, what it, he's, he's probably average intelligence. Well, LeBron's not a great example. Good, good looking people. <laughs> you know, like Lynn Page was, you know, she's a cute girl. I wouldn't... Yeah. Kind of. When she was 15 or 16 or 16. What I'm saying is, yeah, is yeah. You're, you're more willing to listen to uh, a hot chick. Oh, I'll, I'll always listen to a hot chick. I don't, or, but I don't think they're smart. I just, or pretend. I just pretend. If they're British, that helps. Yes. I'm not sure why. Yes. Um, but uh, she's still an attractive... Whoa. Uh, I they said she looked like I Pierce. No. Well, I actually haven't <laughs> seen the new... She does, does look like... like you know what the new version of her looks like? The old version of her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she isn't... She got like like a like a twelve year old boy haircut. She wears a hoodie now. She always covered. The weirdest thing I told you in the Umbrella Academy was the show, The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. They had the first season, and I saw her in the show, and she's wearing like like flannels, like black jeans, and like just a full on butch style. Um, she didn't have her head shaved, like, but I mean, just she. And I thought, okay, so so she's a daughter in the movie and in the show. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I just assume, and she's open, and she everyone knows she's gay, gay, and she's dressed like a like a lesbian. She's acting like a lesbian, and also she has a ro- heterosexual romance with I as part of the plot. I'm like, like kiss. I'm like, oh god, like it's just like it's weird. It just didn't make any sense. And now she's a dude. It won't make sense to see her like romancing a win. I don't think in the in the show. It's still gonna be fucking awkward. Here's the point, Matt. I think what we learned from this lesson is if you have writer's block, we've all experienced writer's block before. <laughs> All you really need to do is cut off your tits. <laughs> I don't know the male version of that. Imagine what that might be. But then also, then you'll have this creative explosion. And I, and I think it's worth hearing for some. It's worth considering for some people. I mean, I guess you could say, in a sense, people being AIDS, having losing their their sex drive, perhaps gives them some more dignity in in their professional work because they don't have to think about all the sexual shit. So, so perhaps, especially for a troubled woman being. A man now, or being a, you know, whatever she thinks being a man is, frees from women, oppression women. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, that does free her in her mind. But my also, also that people that do this kind of stuff are manic depressive. Yeah. And that no doctor is willing to say that because it's very <laughs> correct now. And then that the more manic she is now, 
the harder it's going to fall. Like in a few months, I, I just I can't even imagine what stories we're going to see in a few months about her, about him. Uh, yeah. it's, it's never. It doesn't. I mean, you can look at the statistics. It just doesn't end usually well for people. I mean, the, the one thing that he has working for him is like, like we were saying. Good for you at the price. The model. appearance didn't change very much. No, it, it wasn't. Like I went to being a right, you know. Or and also, if Bruce Jenner was a swishy gay dude, right, to begin with, like was on the show Bose, right, and became, became okay. Well, I already see him all the time. He seems like a gay guy. It's not a big deal. You're right. It's not a big physical change. Did you see when um, Tommy Morrison, the boxer who uh, uh, an AIDS denier, yeah. and yes. uh, subsequently died of AIDS, yes. as most of those people do? Not sure how how he rationalized that. Uh, he was, he was going insane a lot more than he already was toward the end. He yeah. got uh, he got pec implants and bicep implants. Oh, did he? And they looked really stupid. Yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know my point. But it was weird. Is that kind of the same thing? Was that make a wish thing? Uh, I don't. I, honestly, I don't. I'm so confused by all the shit that goes on when when someone starts cutting off their and like they like, the calling themselves it. I just assume they're fucking crazy. Because I can't, I, I can't imagine being in a place in life where you want to start lopping off your genitals or your body parts. Yeah. Because you feel like you were born to the wrong body. I mean, it's so I doubt that she felt that way, but it's so foreign of an idea to ninety-nine It's hard to be. I mean, you can imagine always being depressed or being, you know, whatever. These other actually, even the process, like. There, I can't think of any other like elective procedure. Like people don't. Most people don't like going to the dentist. No. They're like afraid of it. They hate the dentist. Uh, uh, to take so many drugs on the dentist? Yeah. So like fucking crawl into the place. There's like, that. Acid. So could you imagine voluntarily going to the dentist when there was no need to? Well, so you have to hate, you have to like have that, you hate your body part, right? Yeah. So you have to hate the fact you have a dick or you have tits or whatever else it is and feel like it's a virus. <laughs> You're getting cut off. But then, to be in that state, it seems to me you're going to be a little crazy. Because it's not normal to want to cut off a body part. So the, the point, the fact that you wanted to do it is like, you know, my, uh, I have a cousin who uh, had his leg, lower leg amputated after like 17 surgeries uh, on, on his leg. Just try to save it. Like, it's like there's a desperation to save your limbs. Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't want to, at some point you have to then realize after two or three years of all these surgeries and all this shit's wrong, you're going to lose a leg, right? And it's like that's, the human body is just you're designed to protect your limbs your body parts so, so the idea of cutting, surgically cutting off a body part is you have to really get to a place when you realize it's better you, know, you, know, you have to do it um, but, but, no, yeah, that's, but I can't imagine like just cosmetically cutting off like well is it, I wonder if it's related or if this has ever been brought up there's the, the phantom syndrome those people are con, um, convinced they have like a third little leg yeah or they still feel their, you know, it's not when they get their dicks cut off. <laughs> I bet if you get dick off, you still feel your dick. Like, you still think it's there. You must, you must wake up. For you're at least, like scratching balls. You must wake up. nothing in there. Yeah, you must wake up for at least several years, like, feeling like you got to, like, you know, you got your, where your morning wood is. <laughs> going like, oh, man, I got a big one this morning. Like, oh, no, it's nothing there. It's nothing there. <laughs> like, that's fucking horrible. horrible. Yeah. I, 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 it's for me to fathom that, that not being, like, first of all, I told you I had a friend who did transgender surgeries. I started to resident with a doctor doing it. He just couldn't do it anymore. He just felt like, like you know, it, uh, although it was rationalized as, as a psych, under a psychiatric condition, that he felt like cutting people's, you know, effectively cutting people's bodies went against sort of like the medical, his medical ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense if you, if you think about it, because a doctor's supposed to do no, no harm, right? 
Right. And he, he felt like he was, you know, like he was doing harm. So, well, well, I was talking about that, and then I, I said, uh, so I don't understand how a doctor, doctor even do like uh, butt implants or even breast implants because the, like, like you said, the Hippocratic oath is essentially, so anytime you're cutting some open, um, there's a risk that they can die from an infection. Uh, and if it's unnecessary, such as a breast implant, a cosmetic thing, thing understand how it's even legal um and under it's like legal under what i mean cosmetic surgery you mean yeah and well that's that's what transgender is it's cosmetic i mean technically but uh, so i was wondering how the hippocratic oath says that and the person i was talking to was like you don't even know what the hippocratic oath says do you and i was like you are correct i didn't i didn't expect you to call it and it doesn't really really it it basically says you're just supposed to help people I thought it says it's to say do no harm wasn't is that in there like whatever that is or that ethos is is like you never like the first rule is do no harm like don't make things worse. See, I still don't I don't know if that's in there though. We could read it, but I I think it's more more just you should be a good person. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. I don't even know, but, but well, it doesn't explicitly say. But that I see what you're saying. Like, like but the reason you it was like he was thinking like okay, so justify that you know giving someone cutting someone's dick off is going to actually. Improve their quality of life, and they're mentally ill with, without this. It's mentally sane. Yeah, you do it because no, that's, that's not in there either. No, but what? But he felt was like he actually felt after experiencing it that people were still they were still just as bad off afterwards. Right. So then you can't justify like doing. Uh, his story was about how he the reason because he, he like there was a marine sergeant just several years ago. I think he was Korean War, Vietnam War, like a 55, 60 year old dude. Jarhead, total jarhead, lifelong marine, career marine, had been in combat, killed people, stuff like that. And he had the surgery, and he called uh, my friend over the doctor, who's like the, like the young doctor in the group, and said, I want to show you something. And he pulled like the, his sheets back, and he was wearing a pair of pink panties, <laughs> like around, like, you know, where, where, where his junk used to be. And, like, and he was really, really, like, he was like, in, a, like, in, a, in a weird state about it. Not a arousal state, but I mean, in a weird, like, like sort of horror manic state about it. Mm-hmm. And that's when my friend said, that's it. I'm just not. Like, this is not, like, he's a 55-year-old ex-Marine who, who, like, killed 31 been in combat. And that identity, and now he's, like, showing me the pink panties. He's like, Did he there's still something wrong with this. Did he like, think it was funny? Was he telling any of this over a beer? No, no, he thought it was, like, by disturbed by the fact that the guy was mentally troubled beforehand. And afterwards, he was still, still mentally troubled. That, like that was his his feeling, and he worked with the patients. Was like this didn't make them better. It just, it just made them different with, with the same problems. They, they look different. There's a euphoria, of course. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen like, if you've ever seen a psychiatrist for counseling. You ever people always expressly elated and euphoric when they leave because uh-huh. it's a very short term benefit. Just talking to people. Mm-hmm. And sharing stuff, you get this kind of cathartic. Oh, like, so you think him doing that was like a big deal for him? Well, he th- so you feel euphoric right when it happens. Like, like I've been dreaming about like Ellen Page dreaming of having no breast in my life, and then at some point it thinks you're like, Man, I cut off my breast. Like, right. <laughs> like fuck, I cut. I'm like, I cut off two of my, my, I cut off my part, right? Yeah. And then you're like, should I? You know, there's got to be a huge amount of regret, regret and concern for yourself when you've done that. Like when you get sore. <laughs> off the high of like being able to wear like a Duke's t-shirt or whatever without a bra, right. without a bra. I don't wear a bra anymore, but you realize no one really, really cares or <laughs> care to begin with, right? <laughs> and that you're still. And by the way, whatever was troubling you before, it's still there. It's it's it's, it's, it's just fucking. I, I, don't know, I don't know. I so and I like you know I'm a libertarian. So if you're an adult, you want to do this, go for it. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm very very concerned about they're doing it to kids. All the puberty blockers and hormones and all the stuff like that. Forget about the app stuff. Just like taking a 12 year old and starting him like. 
whatever the fuck fucking Dwayne Wade is doing, kid. And like, it's not. Uh, this isn't hard to see, but definitely in retrospect, this this be considered a bad bad idea. Yes, I think so. if I it's mean, not already, I don't know why it's not already. But anytime, just just look at the language of it. Forget the trans aspect. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm doing? I'm giving my son estrogen. It's yes. like why? why? You sound like you're in a Nazi prison camp. Yeah, and that you that he told. It's always the stories he told me. And actually, I can. African, hot, tall, ass, a blonde woman. Charlie Sarah She had adopted that kid. So sad. She adopted that black kid from Africa when he's a year old. And then he becomes trans at three. <laughs> and she said, I would have never heard of someone. He, he told me he's supposed to be a girl. I'm like, he's fucking three. He's three. He's three. He's three. That, if he's 18 and he, he's an adult and he, and he can be in the military and all this stuff and he wants to go become a girl, fine. Who gives a shit? He's three. He's three. Change his name and put him in dress because. He to- yeah, that's he, insanity. He told you like I always think about who who the like, back in Africa. Like, yeah, my son's going to live with Charlie from Hollywood. And I'm really he was he was a girl scout. And then she sees he's got a new name. He's a girl. He's like, and she's like, fuck, I got to get back to America. I mean, and steal even, my baby back. Like, uh, you know, no. if I had a son that, that wanted to wear a dress, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But. I wouldn't go around telling everyone he's a girl. Either. No, no. I mean, there might go some. It's a phase it's because of the phase. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I mean, the number of people like in these school, high school stuff like that, are identifying as trans, like thirty, thirty percent now in certain places. Well, she obviously desperately wanted this to happen. Of course, I was. I always think it's like if you're gonna go Africa and buy a baby, and you want a girl, just a girl. <laughs> like why would you buy a boy? Why? By the way, this is the uh, uh, the, the sort of. Um, Temptation thing of buying a baby boy from Africa and then changing him into a woman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to travel Africa again. That would piss. That would just just piss the fuck off. Yeah, particularly when it's a white person from South Africa. <laughs> right. There's kind of a history there. Yeah, like you're going to take our future proud black man turn him into a woman <laughs> when he's like that. That's not right. That's not race racist at all. Put it in People magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, I thought SIS swimsuit. So, I don't. Did you ever. You, you seem like, like an SIS guy subscriber. You're probably a subscriber for a while. Or do you get it for, bir- uh, you for birthdays? A lot of people get it for birthdays. In high school, when that, when that magazine last relevant, uh, when I was 18 years old. Uh, yeah. You get, the, you get the free gift. They always had the free gift. It never, never came. Really? There might have been a lower 48 thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, football phone. You got the football phone. It was the phone and then the shape of a football. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was like, like cheap ass knockoff, whatever it was, like crap phone. But it was literally, legitimately in the shape of a football, which was like a cool thing. Ever. I was so excited because, so you know, when I was eighteen, then this was around late nineties. I didn't really, really have a pornography. It seems like such a long time ago. Like I'm an old guy saying this, but I was so excited to get the, the, the swimsuit. Magazine. Oh my god! And yes. like the your parents, not that they were strict or super tight, right? but. It would be if I had a porno magazine. They, yeah. they, they wouldn't be down with that. But they look the other way. You don't want Beaver Hunt out like a no, magazine. No. No. They like, definitely looked the... I think they understood 
what I do with the bags. Yes, of course. <laughs> they just it was so it was one a step great, up from the National Geographic showing the villager, the naked villagers. I was never that hard up, <laughs> but it, it was a great day when when that magazine came and the things just didn't, they, they've changed since. Oh, so they SI and the brand has fallen, and they've been sold and resold several times. But now they're coming out. So every year, what here's the here's the SX one suit. Waiting to announce kind of a new woke standard to like not just put dicks on on the magazine. And by the way, no, no matter what they announce, just just so everywhere, ninety nine percent of their content is a little bit hot chicks with the, holding their breasts in their hands. Yeah, but they switch it up. So they did, they did an old, old lady. They did old woman. I think they, did, they did like cancer person. They did sick person. They did fat woman. They did a Muslim who wasn't wearing. She was wearing, wearing the whole. She was wearing a bodysuit, body a wetsuit essentially. Yes, they did trans. They did a trans woman in a year or two. Or two. Um, and again, again, like they, they put out thousands. What about just an ugly woman who has like no demographic, nothing you can like, like check a box on? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just beaten. Like, like the ugly chick, like who's like working in it, rouse with the bagging. Like, just yeah. like an ugly Why don't they do that? Like, like a hair lip girl. They've already sabotaged <laughs> it essentially as far as it can go. To make it get inclusive? Well, so here's what they, no, they have not. Because this year they just announced they're going to include men. Pick up men in, 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 small, in small, small bathing suits as part of their, their inclusivity. Which no one saw coming because, by the way, no one, men are not intersexually relevant. No one really be suggested. No, like we need to have men are underrepresented. Do you think the, I don't know if you know. I don't. But is the are there like stats? The swimsuit issue obviously like ninety percent male. Oh, the audience viewers. Oh, it got me ninety nine percent. I mean, I, lesbians, I guess. Well, stri- and, and straight males, not gay made males. No, no, not products. about not about fashion. It's not about anything other, other than. Being, Hot chicks with tan and tiny bikinis with the water lapping over their bodies. Right. So, but now they're doing men. And, and here's the issue. Like, so, I mean, the whole go, go, woke, go, bro, bro, bro is like a little overplay. But there's some reality to that, which is if you're actually in business of producing pictures of hot women, then you start producing pictures of trans women, fat women, old women, women who are not naturally attractive to your male audience. Mm-hmm. And then, and by the way, you laugh your staff because you're losing tons and tons of money. Like at what point do you realize, like again, this, this is not like Coca Cola doing woke ad, whatever, but people still Coke because it's addictive and they love the flavor. So if they woke ad, woke ad, I stop drinking. Who cares? Who cares? But if your business is selling, if you're in a strip club or doing bikini models, you, you start putting unattractive women or dudes out there. <laughs> like you can't have a strip club and just go like, next next dance is dudes. What is <laughs> like, a dude just, if not the most unattractive woman? Yeah, imagine a strip club with your friends and you're having, having and like also like. Now, now it's dude dancing. <laughs> like dudes come out, like she, she right. start dancing. You would beat a beat some, probably beat each other up, then beat somebody else, then beat the dancer up, and then burn the straw up down. Right? Well, you know, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. I, I noticed I hadn't thought about it until we were talking, but what they did do was a slow transition into fucking up their product. Yes. So for a while, they were um, so. I guess I told them it's kind of sexist, hot chicks bending over in front of a, a, a green screen or whatever. Yeah. So they started making it about like the the geography. They're like, yes. oh, we we went on a safari yes. to uh, Kenya, and uh, why are we saw a zebra and here tits. Yeah. And then uh, then they started making it, which really confused me about the actual swimsuits, as if it's yes. right. So so it's like she's wearing the Ralph Lauren that you can buy at Nordstrom's, and it's like. Who's Who reading? fucking cares, right, man? Right, they're not selling. It. And, and Do you want to buy an eight hundred dollar bikini? I'd fucking smack my girlfriend. Well, okay. <laughs> metaphorically, was, I would not. They did the thing with the famous photographer, like, really, like a famous photographer, like an actor, or someone who's also a photographer. Yeah, would do the pictures or some like 
real famous, like, you know, Annie Leibovitz is doing the SI. Right, right. right. So like, is like, there anything like that, though, that the, the product is trying to act as though they're not doing what the product is? I can't think of another. Well, I mean, if you look, we're going back to Coca-Cola. So if you see Diet Coke commercials, they're always exercising and like, like it's right. really health, health, health stuff. Whereas, okay, it has no sugar. commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always, always like, like hot dude and girl in the bar to drinking the beers. Like doing that. shit you would never do when you're drinking beer. No. But at least it's like semi. I mean, but they don't like, I guess they're higher companies that make non-alcoholic beer. They always have alcoholic beers too. Yeah. They're, yeah. Never, they're never really. I love the commercial dude is like dragging the non-alcoholic in the car and the cop comes over to bust him for DUI and then he shows what it was a non-alcoholic in the car. Right. In which case, I was hoping that the top punches him. Feeding an asshole drinks a non-alcoholic in his Yeah, the cop be like, like, well, now I'm going to serve car because you're doing really weird shit. What kind of asshole would like drive around in a car with hanging on to a non-alcoholic beer out of his car? We figure out this non-alcoholic beer thing because. If, so there's one, and they're pushing it super hard. I don't know why. I guess they're pretending that people drink beer not to get drunk. Uh, so there's a guy. Cheap beer not to get drunk. Shitty beer. Yeah, yes. There's a guy at like a, a high-end like office boardroom, like some law firm that's you know has an endowment, and he pulls out a non-alcoholic in it at lunch. Yeah. And someone's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's, it's non-alcoholic. I'd be like, look, don't do that. No, no, no. If you want to drink... One or two regular Heineken at lunch. I'm not going to get uptight on it. That's no. fine. Um, what, what you're doing now make, makes me think you are about to <laughs> yourself to death because <laughs> you've some weird, weird yes. aspect of this beer thing to where you're, you're busting a, a beer which doesn't do, do anything. I don't. That's a waste of calories. I don't even know who bought. I've never actually seen anyone buy them. I bought it accidentally. People have like a big, big summer barbecue and they'll buy some. Right. Just thinking like, and I think it's like, I guess some. They don't want to drink, but they don't want to look, look like they're drinking a Sprite when they're 35 years old. Well, I have a few friends that are covering. Okay, yeah. And, and they'll drink. And I, I understand. I'll give you a pass, pass on that for sure. But it's like, I never actually like to consume a non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beverage, beverage. But that doesn't even really taste very good. But, but those places still are making 99.9% of their money off the alcoholic beverages they also sell. Oh, I guarantee the non-alcoholic loses money. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they put out the, the commercial, don't drink, drink responsibly, right? Which, but I, ideally, we want you to, if you do, we go out of business, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> My friend Nick, Nick Swartzen did. He saw an ad for Jack Daniels, yeah. and it said drink responsibly. Right. Who drinks Jack Daniels responsibly? Right, if, right. if you want to suck your dad's ass, drink Jack Daniels. Right. I don't know what the hell that means. But, I, but it's, it's a drink to get wasted, right? The whole it's point, not wholesome. No, no. The whole point of it is getting drunk and doing something stupid. Yes. That's the whole point of it. So how, how far will a business go? SI used to be a huge, valuable magazine. It's lost price. They're firing. They're firing half of the staff. It's just going going downhill over, and because they're they're like, how how woke will you go to go broke? And it is, I guess, privately held. It's not like a public company. It's kind of it's it's a weird phenomenon. When like, again, it's not it's when Monsanto does a fucking woke commercial. You're just like, no, they're they're selling fucking flags. Who they're just trying to play the corporate game. But these people are actually destroying their product. Their actual main product. You know, it's like if you go to like In and Out Burger and they only offer. Vegetarian meals. I was like, we're not doing hamburgers anymore. Right. You're going to eat, we decided hamburgers are bad, bad for you, so we're just going to do our burger place, just going to do burgers. Go out of business like in a week. Like, like who, how, how badly do you want to like signal or believe it, not just virtue, seeming virtuous, to destroy your very fucking business? I don't know. And, and it's more interesting that 
these people making these terrible decisions. It's not like a guy on the street. These are people making six, seven, six, seven figures salaries yeah, yeah, yeah. that are getting paid good money to do the dumbest shit they could possibly imagine. It's almost like they have a board that's like, what's the worst idea we can have? And, and they were, and they get to the bottom of it, and then they do that. Yes. I, I don't understand. In the businesses where they make a lot of money, like the top salesman could be a fucking raping all. And they sci-fi and applauded by everybody. The, they love that guy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he's, he's the guy making all. And now it's the opposite. Now it's like, like the, the perfectly virtuous person who is rewarded, even though they're losing all this money and fired up. And like, like, everyone's being laid off. Like, 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 did you see what? Did you see what, But here's my theory. Here's my, my theory. All these things have trend. When you got at, and when I got at SI, it was run by dudes. And the dudes, what do dudes like to see? Hot chicks in bikinis. Let's fucking lustily and probably douchey dudes. Yeah. Nonetheless, they were dudes. They were they were dudes who understand sexual exploitation, <laughs> and that's what sold, and it did really well. And now in the last couple of years, I think a lot of this woke stuff in general is not a cultural shift. I think a lot of it is just women taking over positions in content, content especially. And so I think what you're seeing is it's not all this virtue signaling. You're just seeing it's like if women ran into it. Like women are much more much more they, sensitive. They would be less profitable. Well, I mean, to play devil's advocate, SI is still in business, but so they, they maybe are doing something right. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're literally a Playboy. That's they're going to be out, they're doing the same thing, really, and they're going to be out of business. I don't, I don't. Know. I think again, I think it's like it's not like doing. They're just, just oh, I'm going to do this. I think actually how women. I mean, what we're seeing a lot of eighty percent of it is really like this is how women run a sports sports magazine. This yeah. is how women run play. It's Playboy's run by women now too. Now too. This is how women. Run these things, and they're very just naturally very collectivist, sensitive to fe- issues, sensitive to hurting people's feelings, wanting to be inclusive. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not like I said. They're not just left, left wing, crazy, radicals. Right. It's just women being women and running anything used to run. Yeah, yeah, and because I'm sure some of these women, as they were growing up, like, why can't there be a magazine where the guys respect the women? Yes, and it's well, that's a good idea. But it would, there's a reason it doesn't exist. It doesn't work. Yeah, there's every every two or three years, like Vice or someone runs an article about the this a surge in, in porn for, for women. Oh yeah. It's, uh, then they ha- they have some women. It's always like an overly romantic women wearing a lot of jewelry. Who's mm-hmm. now the new porn for women? It's I mean, make it time women have, have porn for themselves. You know, what's romantic? Yeah. And, <laughs> no and, and the version there's also there's also hot porn stuff brand that gets that bring in. Yes. And you watch watch the porn and it's um it's just porn, but there's this, more unnecessary stuff, and there's like a black and white scene. Yeah, and it sucks. And by the way, if you ever read novels, they're just porn. Yeah, but women like to read it because if they're reading a book, you feel less guilty if you're on porn tube, like watching clips and jerking and masturbating, because then you're really then you have to admit you're you're watching porn. Whereas if you read the the literary version of that exact same scene, but it's set in a stable in England. That it's no longer it's no well, longer porn. Yeah, and it's also not all that highbrow. Like, um, you know, women. What am I trying to say? They gravitate towards them naturally. So to yeah. act like you're you're enlightened just because you naturally enjoy it yes. is not really fair. No, but I, but it's, uh, like Playboy's going to business. Like I think a lot, a lot of guys, old school school stuff just being. being it's being women. That's not intentionally. But I mean, I think a lot of what we're seeing is women, you know, women got all these jobs and now they have leadership positions. So now you have women running a lot of these media ads, content outlets, stuff like that. Like that. I think a lot of it is just what we're seeing is just women. Like, this well, is what it's not, like. But running specific 
things that are tailored to guys. So yes. it's, it's not, I don't think you're saying that women can't like hold a media job and do a good job. But I would it, never say that out loud, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, I don't think anyone would suggest I should run the Miss America pageant. No. Because they, they would be wouldn't, wouldn't top, know yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, yes. And I, I have stupid thoughts on the matter. Or even a better example, like, uh, you know, like I, I shouldn't just soap opera where the audience is yeah. 5% old, old. It just wouldn't make any sense. And no one would suggest it. But that is what's happening the woman's in charge of the swimsuit issue. Yeah, and when they're sounding off to it, then who's their boss? It's another woman. And when they're, I think, again, I think, you know, just, just imagine your, your girlfriend or your wife, someone like running the swimsuit issue. I don't think they're like necessarily trying to be woke and off standish to like men. I think they're just thinking like, like women think. Yeah. And this is how women, women would persist. And they're very, guys, like, if you tell a guy, like, like oh, people are going to buy this uh, topless woman in the, in the bikini, you'd be like, fuck that, dude. Like, whereas a woman was like, oh, no, I think we should pull back. We should pull back, back on that, right? We wait to that. Um, some people might, might be affected by this body shame. There all the things guys don't think about. Yeah, women just you know, and not because they're again they're radical, you know, cultural woke or whatever. They're just women being women, and they're much more sensitive to feelings and inclusivity and all, and all this and other. What, what you're kind of saying that I hadn't thought about, which there's no there's no checks or balances. No. Like it would make, it would make uh, let's just say the swimsuit was a, a panel. It would make sense to have one woman on the board. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense to have it be all, all women. No, no, no. And, and there's certainly, if there is any officer, he's not running around going, like, we need more hits, right? So, so there's no guy. 20 years ago, <laughs> one of those all dudes, they would be like, hey, we need more hits on the cover or whatever. Right? <laughs> now, you said they get fired. And, and you're, you're labeled. I think a lot of it is just, just what we're seeing in culturally in media, especially because you know it's more in media entertainment, other things. And eventually you'll see, you'll see in sport, sports too, I think. Is just just women in charge and women doing things that they naturally feel feel able to do in terms of producing product. Yeah, and that's why they're like, oh, let's put men on. And by the way, like, I just can you imagine getting SI and you're flipping through and doing your little thing when you're a teenager and the dude, like, it's three pages of dudes. It's like it's just like that's fucking horrific. I mean, it's it's, that's when you fucking can cut your tits off. Is it like Playgirl? I mean, are the dudes like? Sexualized? Yeah, well, they're going to be hot body, hot body male models. I don't know. I'm not getting it anymore. That, that should be a separate magazine. Yeah, that's for guys that want to look at. Well, I guess, I guess you could look at. Like, I can't produce it the old way because they get in trouble for producing it the old way. So they don't maybe don't have a real choice anymore to, to be owned by a, a media company and to produce a big a titty, titty, titty model thing. Just may not be an option. Maybe a business option option anymore. I don't know. It's just it's, it's sad. I mean, I feel it just makes me actually sad when I see it because I feel like there's just no stuff for guys. There's just no shit for guys anymore. I mean, I, I mean, again, an offshoot. I think of women taking over. Fine, but like, there's just gonna be less and less content that, that's made for apologetically made for dudes because it's just gonna be made more and more either with women in charge or with women in senior positions that have to be you have to be accountable to. Um, yeah. So you can't. Do you, you, do you think? Because I'm just picturing what this would look like. Are they gonna? We might have gamble on this. Are they are they gonna have a have a, like a, a G string like a uh, banana hammock? I don't. I guess it's just speedos was the word. If I had to guess, it's gonna be like like and his girlfriend, like couples pick like couple athlete photos and stuff like that. Right. Um. And by the way, ESPN started doing this years ago. Years ago, they did the name, the name athletes, right? The male athletes. Yes. That's so. Right. Although they, they put it under the guise of like the perfect athletic body, they were still fucking fucking Colin Kaepernick for clothes on, like toward its slightly so you couldn't see it. Right. So that when that came out, I was kind of jarred too because it just it was weird for ESPN, which has a 90, 95 percent male audience, 
to start putting naked male bodies in their magazine. <laughs> I thought it was weird. I did. I did look at it. I mean, they made it super artsy. So, so I, it, it, okay. did, it didn't give me like a porno. It's okay. Vibe. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I but then, just if nothing else, it makes guys comfortable seeing other naked men, like in in the magazine when they used to see naked women in the magazine. Also, there's naked. Dudes. I mean, yeah. there's that there's that porn line, right? When uh, you're watching porn, but dudes are in the porn, mm-hmm. but it's never never just dudes. You, you're seeing with just such a naked. There's not a single scene in a porn shot. The dude is naked by himself, like preparing for the, to meet the woman. <laughs> or, there's always at least a woman. So the guy's watching it. Guy like okay, so, so yeah, eighty percent seeing some dudes. Cop, cop. Yeah, but there's always women there like screaming. They're like it's okay. It's okay, guys. So look, but if this is Colin, Colin K- 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 like bent over like I think <laughs> in the stand like naked, it's hard to get away from the fact you're looking at a naked like a naked dude like and admiring the, the, photo, the photo of a naked dude. Yeah, and it's kind of like the romance novel. They're they're going to to dirt links to not just say we're just having naked people. Yes. There's no 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 point to them yes. whatsoever. They try and make it really artistic. And- I just want my I just want my fucking I want National. I want the old Rolling Stone when it was good. I just want you know SI back when it was good. I mean it's, just, it's so hard to find. There are a lot of spread out content on the web that's really good. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to find. But it used to be like, like all the good sports writers wrote for SI. All the good you know cultural writers wrote for Rolling. All, all the talent, you know, whatever, hot chick were in Playboy, and all the funny writers were for Nick Lampoon. So you knew, knew what, it was a quality of content when you, when you got it, it was going to be amazing. Not everything was a hit, but it was, was going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And now you go to like third place and try to find the same, same sort of level, level of like oh, five hours of, re, of, of fun reading or whatever else it is. <laughs> Matt, for our final final segment today, I want to talk to Serena Williams. She uh, so she bothered me a lot before COVID, and I thought maybe I changed during COVID, but no, I still I still hate her. I still hate her. She manages just to she got a good publicist. She's, she's constantly in the media, amazing over doing nothing interesting. Interesting whatsoever. She is like, like a little bit. I don't want to compare everyone to LeBron. She's a little bit like, although she says she's a better athlete. So uh, that she's she's not just a better athlete. She's she's the best athlete. We went through that for a while, like a year when, or two ago. Interesting. She's in the women's category. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, and they, they, the time when someone said they ranked her specifically or what she'd be, and it was like 987th ranked if she played men. Right. Like, like, like even like when John Macron was like, like, said I can still still beat her easily. Well, her so I I read this because I'm a weirdo, but serve is she's no serve. That's like one of the strongest points of her her game. And on on Wikipedia, they ranked. When when they when they were the people served, they had like the top five hundred on there. She's not, not in that. Oh, for men, you mean? For all set? For set. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. her 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 serve speed is less than like the five hundredth. But she's like at the top one of the one of the top not the top women, right? She, I think she's top okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, just looking at her. So her statement is idiotic. Is what I'm saying. No, no, it is. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I idea that you don't want it to be called women. Women athletes don't want to be. I always tell the word men, women in front of them because they don't say man athlete. They never say male athlete. Um, they just well, don't. I mean, not it. to sound like a broken record because it's the NBA isn't the, the MNBA. Right. Anyone's welcome to compete. So. I don't. I don't mind the fact that women athletes don't want to always have the women in front of athletes. Just when you say you're the best in the world, right? Athlete. Then you then you've got to start. You got to start answering some questions. Right. But the real reason I can't stand her is because. I think she was born, either born or, as you say, Frankenstein or steroids. Um, probably a of both, right? Right. I mean, she's tall, she's broad, all the other stuff. Well, kind of 
dad that she has super domineering and psycho. That's the kind of guy that gives steroids to their kid, kid, to the end of their breakfast series. Or like the interview on, on Captain America shit, like put her like in a cage and like spread needles into her. I don't doubt it, by the way. Yeah. But she's she obviously physically, physically, physically was born, born with genetic physical gifts to be as nimble as she is, but also twice or three times big and long as everybody else in her field. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that she never ever discusses that as like, like you know, like, you know, if I was like, if I was an offensive man, people said, you're really good. I'm like, I'm 6'5", 340. I'm like, okay. I mean, so, you know, if you're 260 pounds, you're one of the best offensive linemen in the football, that's a different story. If you're 6'5", 350, 340, lineman, everyone's like, of course. I mean, you're just that huge. So it's a small self. She never, never gives any credence to the fact that she's just been stronger than I wonder, all her opponents. I uh, just thinking now, it's now based on our, our, our laboratory experiment theory. So the dad had one chance. Venus Williams, right? Like, like I didn't give her enough. <laughs> yes. So she like like the fifth rank in the world. Yeah, and then this girl is I don't know three or four. four. She's a few years younger yeah. anyway. So so he's like I got to up. I got up. Dosage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like when you have a couple of drinks, you're not buzzed yet. So it's like pound like five exactly. shots. And you're like like oh man, I had too many. Because Venus <laughs> is, 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 is 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 um a, 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 a bigger. Girl, she's taller, right, I think, but yeah. she's much more uh, feminine. I think you, feminine. Uh, she, you don't think she got as much of the horse, the, the equine steroids. No, I think he got a new deal. I think if you're the o- only female tennis player with muscle definition, it should at least be acknowledged. It should at least be acknowledged. Yeah. Like, like I don't know what percent women actually have muscle definition. But it's less than one percent. Right. And it, and even in the sport tennis, where these girls, these women play tennis, tennis all day long, in great shape, they don't have muscle definition. And then this woman comes out, and she just has like fucking man man muscles. Like no one will even say that she's physically stronger than everybody else she's, she's playing. And in tennis, of course, a little different. It's all strength, but so that, that helps. Quite, that helps quite a bit when you, when you can fucking slam the ball at a higher speed than everybody else. It is weird. You're right because because like if you look at um, I don't know if you look at the NFL. Maybe that's not a good example. There's not one guy that's just way different from all the other guys. No. Like, there's not, there's not, okay, there's not one guy that plays baseball that's built like, like a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. It would be strange if a baseball player had, had like, veins popping out, out of his belly. So, so LeBron, again, I would say is, is a physical specimen. He's a very unique physical specimen. But standing among other guys, are his same height and generally body, body size and general same. Same vicinity skill yeah. level, so he's like he's ten percent above everybody else. I but, mean, but I he mean, looks guess, the same. kind of looks the same. Yeah, there are, there are anomalies like a little Jokic, just kind of like a pudgy. Yes, but but he's also gigantic. You know, seven feet tall. So yeah, it would be like if there was a schlubby five foot eight Jewish guy in the NBA. So that's I what was, Serena Williams. It was is. supposed to be me, dude. It was totally supposed to be me. I picked the picked the picked the sixth grade. I, I did the first first team. I did the second team. The sixth was all was all over. So, but if, but if the NBA was comprised of like a seventeen foot that shot from the elbow, <laughs> I would, would I would have killed. But yes, yeah, so yeah. So she won't exact, and then she seems very. I get it. Okay, so being a black woman in America, there's a victim status. And it's very merited, right? Right. But when you happen to be a famous athlete and famous and you have 80 million followers and everybody loves you and even the people don't love you pretend to love you, you're not, the, you're not really a victim anymore, right? There, there may be some systemic victimness about your, your, you know, your gender and your race, but you're not experiencing that at all anymore in your life. You know? I know there's always a lot of stuff about the, 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 
know, some stuff Facebook, 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 Facebook being pulled, pulled over by the cop and story like that. Mm-hmm. But in general, Serena Williams has an extremely privileged you know, she's everything she wants, she does everything she Arguably, wants. Arguably, like, the most privileged life, because the media is constantly kissing things. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. LeBron, he gets uh, some, not hate, but, yes. you know, people tell him to shut up and everything. And also, also she has almost entirely female fan base. Female always going to be nice to her, and, and as, a, as a hero, no matter what she does. Right. And again, she acknowledges none of this. There's no humility, there's no awareness, there's no, like, anything. No, no. And it's just, and she complains about being picked on and being victimized and whatever else like, like that. She just a bratty. She selected a husband yes. who is obviously nods at everything she says yes. and probably gets beat up. <laughs> he wears that T in her tournaments like, like, that's my wife, whatever the finger oh point or whatever. Like, you know, like her proud, proud spouse what of a, a strong woman. Loser. And I'm just like, and by the way, you know, he had money before he got married. So he started, he was, he was one of the founders. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, he just glommed on to like, Horrible woman was milked her for money. He didn't need to do this. He clearly found a submissive space for himself where he could be who he wanted to be. Be something out of this that's not an answer. That's not that's true. Or, he no. has no excuse. Yes. No. He, he could be made to a, to a hot Ukrainian. Um, he, the, what's his name? The guy did snap. The dude did snap. Married the Victoria's Secret model. Right. You're fucking Bill Gates. It's his ditching his wife. Wife pick up pussy now. Is he? Yeah. He's gonna. He's. And wait, wait. There's no. Pre, they don't have a prenup. I don't know if you knew that. They're like. Well, all the money's our foundation, though, right? Uh, well, yeah, because it's just like, like the wife said, Megan was a little bit, of, a little bit of a horsey, horsey-faced woman. So she's like, I don't want anything from any of his money. And I'm like thinking, like, because ninety-eight percent of it's tied up to this foundation that you're gonna, you know, you're yeah. still forty billion dollars. Okay, right. let's not yeah. pretend like you're going out to Tyler Moore and go live in a cheap apartment and like. like yeah, <laughs> I mean, even if you wanted to play, like, I'm, I'm only taking one percent of the money. It's okay. You're still a billionaire then. Yeah, and you have this huge tax haven that you own in in perpetuity. It's like some. Some dealer estate name that your family, your heirs will all get too. So like, like you know, yeah. yeah so I'm only needing any dollars. But uh, I think I think that like you think about it though, like Serena Williams, she made that dude. She has a Netflix documentary. This is why I brought it up. Where it's all, where it's all about struggles, the struggles oh, of Serena Williams. I'm kind of getting nauseous. Just I'm just like, I'm like her. I mean, she happens to be best friends with Megan Markle. Price, the prize, prize. Yeah. Like, how do women pick? Like you said, all these guys hate. Like a lot of people hate LeBron. A lot of dudes hate LeBron. If you go just follow the Bleacher Report on Twitter, and it's all LeBron. Well, in his defense, he's really annoying. He's arguably as annoying as Williams. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, But like you said, half the people in the country hate LeBron. Williams, right? People more in the country hate LeBron. And that's even a basketball fan hate LeBron because they don't. First of all, he's really good. So there's a line to be there, right? He's a he's player. So there's a, lot, there's a lot of that. And he's not on your team. If he's on your team, you wouldn't hate him. So some of that is that whole, you know, he's not, he's, he's a superstar. But he's not like, it's like, 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 like hate a little bit of his Tom Brady hate. Well, Tom Brady is a good example, but LeBron, LeBron's not interesting enough. Like, you don't love to hate him. You just kind of like him. I don't like, I actually, I don't mind all his off for it. The speech as a talk. I, I get a little weird. China's a great play place, but I, I don't mind all that shit. When he cried, all the crying, the crying always bothered me. Yeah. The, the wanting to the officials can't stand. And, and then the crying after losses and like looking like, like the whole world disappointed him. Like he, and by the way, it's almost always true. And when he played with the Cavs, he, he did amazing. <laughs> but he did, he did have that look on his face. Like I was amazed. Well, he also, sucked. was it when he was a, I think it was his last year with Cleveland, or one of the finals he lost. He then, after the series was over and he lost, he said that he 
got mad and punched the board and yeah. it had a broken hand on the whole time. Yes. And there's like no evidence of no, that no. whatsoever. No. Uh, but it's not it's not unusual for Luffy to be a crybaby. In fact, almost almost are <laughs> because they've been pampered their entire they've been pampered their entire life. They're used to win winning. They're just baby babies. But it's like Serena has, has I just I just can't stand her because like everything she does, and no matter how much she fucking when LeBron whines, everyone cry baby, cry baby. When she whines, she whines, oh, Serena, yeah. you're strong, like you're every one of us. And like, why do women pick? You know, if you got a contest of like, like what man do you admire? Men would not pick LeBron. Like he would not in a contest. No. What I, I guess that's part of it. The now that I'm thinking about it is. So LeBron may be the best basketball player. He's won the league MVP a few times. He's no, he's no Kobe, but I know what you're saying. You're still uh, hating Kobe. He's dead. <laughs> just overrated, highly rated, yeah. and a weird nerd. He rubs it on his grave. Uh, but there's no basketball player or football player or any kind of real sport where, where someone is undisputedly the best ever. Yes. Yes. No, no golfer wins every treatment. Right. Right. No no basketball player win when he ten years in a row. Right? Well, I mean Jordan it was Jordan and then the Jordan Jordan's kinda of like that, but that was well, a they time ago. In. she's like she, she's just she's the best. Because she's essentially, you know, she has a huge advantage with the steroids. But I'm not sure, sure people, like, she, they put her out looking dresses in the clothing line she does, and she's got her sisters hanging out, and everyone's like, oh, it's so sexy, and she's so powerful as a woman, and all that stuff. They're just lying about her. Like, right. no one, when LeBron makes his comments, no one's like, he's of the greatest social thinker of their time. Like, right. no one says that. They go, like, I kind of agree with them, but, you know, he's not. He just, even no, he, one, no one says LeBron is beautiful. No. We all know he's not. No, he's but, a scary guy. No one acts <laughs> like he's some hot guy. No. No one put in a fucking tuxedo and acts like he's centerfold. No, there's a little bit of this. They like, do that with Serena. When he's producing, he's asked a lot about how he's making great movies or whatever. But that's because but they, every producer in Hollywood gets their ass cast. That's not right. I just, I just can't. There's, like, actually no pushback against Serena. Like, she has, as I was black and she was a woman, and you can't really do that, but I can't how much privilege she has and how there's zero acknowledgement yeah. of it. If someone, I'm talking even like, if, if a girl I knew said, you know, Serena Williams is a beautiful woman, yeah. I'd be like, do I just tell her she's wrong? Yes. Or I think, I honestly, I'll probably just go along with it. I don't want to get an argument. Right. And because if, if you say, if you say she actually looked like the Hulk, then, then people go, oh, you're sexist or, or you're racist. And she, Somehow and, you're racist. I have she, no idea. How and she, and she does it all the time. She says, like, whenever people like criticize her, you know, and, 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 you know, that's, she's not the only person that does it. Whenever they criticize her, it's because she's black. Mm-hmm. It's a thing like that. I'm like, oh, you're just, you're an unlikable, you're just, you're just a person. You're enormous. You're much stronger about it. You can pick up a proponent over your head. She and... she has said, I don't have the exact that quote, but, but, but the calling, saying that she's attractive is racist. Yes. But she's right. black. Right. It doesn't even make sense. As opposed to like like looking at a female shop putter and, and it's calling her and calling her like, you know, she's not a, not a great looker. That, that's not racist. It, you know, there's very, there's very, the reason female athletes who are attractive all get jobs. High paying jobs because there's just not, not many. Like, there just aren't many world world. There are many world class athletes who are, are also attractive. Right. Just doesn't go hand in hand. So, so they all get. It's, they're all getting six, six figure jobs at ESPN or something like that. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, who's the skier? Lindsey Vaughn. Yes. I don't think she's skied in fifty years. No. Some some reason she's like, like, like how do I even name? 
I don't, uh, I don't know the name of people that were in the Olympics in Soji in 1986. She does commercials. Also, her sex was pretty amazing, I have to say. <laughs> I saw her. Didn't see that. Yeah, yeah that was her when she was dating Tiger Woods, someone found found a, uh, a sex tape of hers, and it was actually... Uh, it was. I'll say it wasn't. wasn't with t- 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 surprisingly enough, but it was, it was a better sex tape. Selfie tapes. It's out there. I think I'll have to watch. Legitimately, a legitimately very attractive woman. Right. Um, and I think she can do it in a bathtub, dude. I can just. I can just. I've seen her ski before. Honestly, I've seen her ski before, so I'm sure she's good to hear. But that bath work, bathtub work was really impressive. Was very impressive. <laughs> You're definitely peaking. In- <laughs> All right, that's our, that, that's our show for today. Uh, so uh, you, I know you have stuff to pimp. What are you? What are you selling today? What, your murder podcast? Yeah, if you look up murder on ice, where you're listening to this, you know, Spotify or Stitcher or Apple, just type in murder on ice, and then uh, it's an interesting story. You know, it's about a, a guy that I knew not, not very well, but I, I no, no, you knew. Wait, wait, the, the victim or the killer? Uh, I knew the victim. I wouldn't say I knew him, but he. You know, we were the same age. I'd seen him around as well. Yeah. And uh, so he was murdered. In Did the... you see him around last minute before he was m- murdered? Because <laughs> I know from these pieces that that means you're one of the, one of the suspects. Yeah. I hope, I hope I hope I don't get investigated. Although I did talk, talk to the fair, 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 that's the town I grew up in, Fairbanks Police Department. And uh, I don't, they, uh, so I go, so I go hey, do you have any new in this murder? Unsolved assaults are really the most famous murder in Alaska in history. And they didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like moose, there's a so, moose. Hit a, car, a car hit a moose. <laughs> car hit a moose. You gotta go. We gotta roll. Yeah. Wait, did you did you murder the in prison or something? Uh, yeah, I talked to a guy. That's on the current episode okay. up right now. But, but he he confessed the murder. But there, there's a lot of questions as to like his motivation for doing that. Like if, if he want just wants attention, he's trying to get out of prison. It's counterintuitive that he would confess involved in a murder. That. That's a way for him to get out of prison, but it may look good because he's like bringing it. And also, his friend, he's implicating his friend doing the murder. He just said the getaway driver and is specified against him, landing him in for life. So, complicated. You sound like one of those dudes who like starts talking to murderers in prison and then like start falling for them a little bit. If you were a girl, you'd be married him. You're getting married to a murderer right now. No, I hate this guy. There is some fascinating about. These, I mean, like serial killers for murderers in like prison that I kind of understand why the women marry them because there's some, some these guys all sort of, not all of them, a lot of them have this sort of, sort of charisma, some kind of charisma about them Yeah. Uh, that allow them to, because well, they're narcissists or whatever else it is, it is to live and kill people. But you can see how like a weak woman would fall for that kind well, of. If they're, yeah, there's a couple of categories. There's guys that are retarded, yes. like the DC type guy that. I didn't exactly know what he was doing. Right. And but other than that, they have they have led in interesting lives and, and done very typical things. Like right. they are t- technically interesting people. Yes. Right. You're, you're, you're falling for it. You're falling for <laughs> already. Be a whole new, new podcast. Me and my murder. That could be a whole new podcast. Now you can't make fun of those women who always like are married to the I think the Nedes boys they keep getting married over the Nedes. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. Uh, so I over COVID I started a project called Nature Store Stores. Where I'm writing, writing uh, uh, kids' stories that, that are adult in nature. So they're, they all feature animals and stories. My last one was about Harambe, the gorilla who killed, killed who turned out was a, was a drug and sex act in the, in the prison. <laughs> and it's a behind-the-scenes look at a lot of the and I have the uh, Wuhan bat meets the AIDS monkey, which is a great story. Is there like is this online? Good or? nature, good nature stories dot com uh, and on SoundCloud. And um, 
I always wanted to like, you know, everyone during COVID found like baked bread or maybe pasta or people rediscovered cooking or they rediscovered knitting. I rediscovered the fact that when I was a kid, I always thought it'd be really hilarious to have kids, every kid's stories about animals. Mm-hmm. That if they, if they had kids for kids animals, animals that were like Quentin Tarantino like yeah like there's really a, a, dog, a dog story about a cute like dog who's just like a, a dog mom but it's <laughs> like the story doesn't mention that dogs routinely cannibalize their babies yeah and their kids and all the other stuff well that would be kind of fun to explore them, them thinking and speaking so that was what I that's what I did over and over that's what I did during it was, it was like just started doing anything like fuck it I don't care if everyone likes this this is what I always wanted to do since so I was like six years old. I don't think you showed it to me though. Yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of foul lines and sex and and, and, and violence, super supreme violence involved. So. Sounds funny. But, but you know, it's just something for myself. Not quite a murder. By the way, murder podcast is great because every single woman I know and, and almost every woman in my family listens to murder podcasts. Yeah, because I think as you said, women love murder. They do. I mean, men commit the murder, 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 but but women love. Murder. Well, as my, my friend Schman, and I'll give credit to comedians, and said, uh, there's not that many female serialers because men are, are crazy, so they have 20 victims. What a woman does is pick one victim just and just slowly kill them over, over the yes. course of her life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've always, always been amazed by the fact women pick poison to kill people. Right. It's a very slow, painful death, as opposed to shooting It's just more dramatic. It's romantic, almost. It's dramatic. It's romantic. You get to like actually feel see the person dying and so on and so forth. And it's, it's, it is a, it's, it's a quicker version of a slow death. Yeah. So it's like what you're saying. There's, there's, a, there's a revenge aspect to it. It's not enough for them just to be gone. Stab someone in the heart. Yeah. They got they gotta let them know what they, what they, that they deserved it. Like they have time for them to suffer yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. All right, that's our show for the week. Uh, specifically, we should be back. I think we're, we're vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Uh, according to the CDC, we can uh, do this outside in 60 mile an hour. Or I got sick, by the way, from the movies. I don't know if you did it at all. I got really fucking sick from the vaccines. I, uh, I, got, I think I was, t- I was tired. I've just been hung over. I got like a bad flu, like a 24-hour flu. It was pretty... pretty that means nice. you're healthy, though, if yeah. your it's body sick. doesn't respond. And, and, my, and my arm, I can, like, eight weeks after the shot still hurts. My arm was sore, and I felt like a, a bit complaining about it. But yeah. It was very, very... Pr- yes. <laughs> like I was thinking, like, if I was actually like, in, in a dream in an NFL quarterback, and I actually got it to my, in my throwing arm, yeah. I wouldn't be able to play that week because it hurt, hurt that bad. It hurt bad. Well, I just I thought it was one, one of those. Like, I hear someone, I hear someone say something like that. Yeah. And I just feel like, like shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you don't even know what you're talking about. No. It's because know, my arm, arm was sore from the flu. But, I mean, no, it wasn't. <laughs> people don't. People, I've, the last vaccine I had, I was three. So it's been a while since I had vaccine. Yeah. So, so I just, I think they do that, and you're just a kid, and you don't remember what the fuck happened. Right, so, right. So as, an, as, as a grown getting a vaccine, there's, there's, there's a reaction. But I still think people should get because I want to be, I want everything fucking, I want all the bars open. I just want the bars open. Whatever take the bars open, if, if we have to lock, find non-vaccinated people, people and force them, forcefully vaccinate them, and it means opening the bars, yeah. I'm, I'm totally for that. I have no problem with that, as long as that's the end result. Right. I, I just want, I, 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 the thing I don't like, you still have to wear masks. You still can't do that. That's bullshit. Everyone gets vaccinated, we open everything like it used to be, but even longer hours at the bar. Like I went four, not for four in the morning closing time. Yeah, dudes are out there. Like I'm, I'm concerned about, about health. I don't want to get the virus. I've immediately like open the strip club so yes. I can like a stripper's butthole for a while. I don't think I've ever closed those. Those did they? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think the, that was one of the. Oh, that was one of the essential stuff. All right, this is Lex. Last there. Talk to you next week. Yeah.